All right, guys, what's up? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the North Side. I'm your host, Ulises, and I'm finally, finally uh, excited for this uh, episode. I have a special guest here. Um, his name is Jose Ramos. No relation. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, it's finally nice to meet you, Jose. Uh, welcome to Inside the North Side. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Nice to meet you, too. So, uh, first, uh, first, before we start, congratulations on uh, passing your test. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks. It was, I was supposed to take it last month, and then it got postponed, and I took it now, and I, I passed it. Like I only studied for like two days, a couple of, couple of minutes at a time, you know? Oh, okay. So, um, tell, yeah, tell your guests uh, what were you studying for? Actually, it was uh, for pest control. I'm, I'm an exterminator. So I had like a branch one, which is like the entry level. Okay. And then um, in order to like, uh, you know, identify pests and like recommend certain treatments and, and sell uh, products to people or treatments, you need the branch two. It also helps you become a manager because um, oh, okay. eventually I don't want to keep working with the chemicals, you know, because eventually it leads to like cancer or other diseases. So what I want to do eventually is uh, stop doing that and just be a manager. All right. Okay, cool, cool. So how long have you been doing that? About four and a half years. Oh, okay. Okay. What were you doing previously before that? Before that, I was at a, at a dealership uh, selling parts for like 10 years. Oh, so yeah. I've always been in the automotive industry and then I was there for 10 years and wasted 10 years of my life there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I really did, man. And then they go, this is cool. I get I get paid twice as much money as what I did. Oh, wow! At the dealership, exactly twice as much money. Yeah. Damn, that's nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fun, man. Yeah. So how how's your week been? How's your week been? Um, it went by fast, man. But it's it's been cool. Like you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, cool. I got the podcast this weekend. You know, it's always fun to do that. And uh, prior to this, uh, my my wife's been helping me like do podcasts because. Uh, you know, just to uh, knock out a couple at a time and have them ready. So this week I, I could study. So last Friday, um, I did one with my my buddy. Um, he's a, he's my neighbor. He's been my friend since like 1985. Oh, wow. I've known him for years. Excuse me. And um, so I had him on and we interviewed him. It was pretty cool, man. He opened up about, you know, how he feels and stuff. He like really went. He just he just like uh, he, he just took down a barrier and just, you know, was talking and stuff and let me know how he feel, how he felt. And uh, uh, I've always been into music. So he let me know how like my I inspired him to because he grew up with this. We, we grew up around like gangs and stuff. Right. His brothers were into gangs and stuff. And I was the only kid on that on that in that neighborhood area that was into like the cure and like new wave and shit like that. And he saw that he's like, fuck, you know, you could still be a Chicano and be into other things and still be cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And he, he tells me, Hey, thank you for inspiring me and for getting me into that music and stuff, you know, yeah. there's other ways, you know? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, it's usually funny when people are on podcast, they tend to open up and it's weird. They won't open up in any other conversation, but when you have a microphone in front of them, they'll open up like a can of, kind of sausages or something you know yeah yeah it's true and, and i told him i said look at first you're gonna be shy about it and then afterwards once you um once you just keep talking it's gonna be like we're just talking you're not you're gonna forget the microphones there and that's what happens man he just kept talking and talking and he just kept opening up and i said look tomorrow you're gonna feel good man because you let a lot of stuff out you know yeah yeah i, I do the same thing sometimes when I, when i'm on when i do my episode i'll, I'll let some stuff out i'm like yeah, i feel better because i said it i mean everybody knows it now but it's kind of like it's out there and people know what i'm going through so it's like you know other people can relate to that too like oh, i'm going through that as well so you're not the only one you know 
Yeah, and, and that's the main thing you said right now. Like they relate to it, you know, and they're like, fuck, there's somebody else that that feels the same way or has gone through the same stuff. And and that's that's what I get a lot. It's like, you know, your podcast is really relatable and stuff, you know. Mainly my demographic is people from like 35 to like 45, but I do get some people like in, in their 20s, mm-hmm. a couple people that listen to it, uh, some people that are 65, but mainly it's 35 to 45 that, that, that like it. But you seem to be pretty young. You seem to be like in your 20s. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm be 28 this year, actually. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's crazy because usually people your age won't really identify with my type of podcast because my podcast is like just the just the the my my mentality and the way I see the view the way I see things you know so your view is pretty cool because it, it's it's old school you know you have morals and stuff like that that's the only way you're gonna like my podcast because it's mainly you know for not 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 really conservative but just like kind of old school it's an old school mentality yeah. you know yeah. That's why when I, when I listened to it, um, I was like, damn, I, I agree a lot with what he's saying. And it, it, like you said, it's a lot about, about morals. You know, my, my parents raised me up right. Uh, I wasn't raised, you know, I'll fail and anything like that. So I, I have morals. I, I'm a, I'm a, was it well behaved, as they say, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's good, man. And yeah. I mean, it, what sucks is like now, nowadays kids are, are, are being raised to, you know, just do whatever and not have any respect and, you know, and and that's why society's failing, you know, and then they make they make it OK to be like that. That's that's what's messed up. Yeah. It, I well, with me, with my job, I work for the school district here in, in Houston. So I go and I deliver food. So um, I see some of these kids and I'm just like, damn, man. What? And the parents won't do anything. They're just like, oh, you know, he, he's just that's just him. And I'm like, uh, no, my mom would slap me in the fucking face for the way they would talk, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, they act like, like it's a phase and stuff, and like, um, you know, you would you would see like kids just like cussing and f this and f that, and like, I mean, I would cuss when I was a kid, but not out loud and trying to sound cool about it. I would cuss when I had to, you know. It wasn't like part of my vocabulary every day, you know. But these kids try to sound crazy. Yeah, especially you when you when you would cuss with your friends too, just try to sound cool and you know stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I know kids like that that they just straight up cuss, and I'm like. I don't even cuss like that, and yeah. I, you know. But their parents and their their grandparents are okay with it. They're like, "Oh, mijo, that's just how he." Is. And I'm like, "No, that's not how he is." Like, my mother <laughs> would slap me, my grandmother would slap me, my tia would slap me, yeah. my dad was, you know, because it's like that's like I said, the kids are now that are growing up, they weren't grown up how or raised how I was grown up. You know, yeah. my parents told me, you know, you can't say, don't talk like that. You know, have respect this and that. Kids like that just they let them do whatever they want. Yeah, that's what it is, man. They let them do whatever they want, whenever they want. And uh, so, how did you how did you find my my podcast? I I think it was you followed me or I followed you. Yeah. I don't remember something like that. Okay, but I was like, oh, okay, this guy has the same last name as me. So um, before uh, before we go in there, um, tell our guest about your podcast. Um, pretty much. Um, I've had the idea for a couple of years. When I was working at the dealership, there was. Um, he was a, a driver and uh, I was in charge of the drivers because uh, I used to work in the wholesale department, mm-hmm. which means we deliver parts to a bunch of like uh, shops and auto shops and body shops. Right. So I was in charge of saying, hey, you're going to go to this area. You, you get this job and you get this this work and you got to deliver here. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I would always just, you know, you know, people would bring up like dumb topics about like celebrities or like just super shit that was happening. And I would just, you know, rant about it. I would just keep talking about, hey, fuck this. And I hate how this is. And every day I would have something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then one of the one of the drivers, his name is uh, Robert Hernandez. He's like, hey, you know what, Ramos? You should you should make a podcast and call it Ranting with Ramos. I'm like, oh, shit, that sounds good. That's a good fucking name, you know? Yeah. So for a couple of years, I had that name. And, you know, what? I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Um Back in July, the July 4th weekend, I decided to 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 record and I was going to give myself about a month to come up with topics or, you know, just something to, to talk about. But that weekend I came up with like what I originally started with was like uh, the story of my life, like how I grew up and stuff. So people could know, you know, where I come from and my upbringing and what, what I've been through. And that way they'll get to know me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started. Like the first two episodes were about my life and just stories of me being a kid growing up, you know. And then um, the third episode, um, I chose to go a different way um, over here in California in the L.A. area. And even in like uh, San Francisco, uh, the street vendors, the Eloteros were getting beat up by, by blacks. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were getting jumped and, and beaten and robbed and stuff. Right. So I was like, you know what? this is more important than me. I, I got to report on this. You know, I know other people are going to be afraid to, to speak about that. Cause there's a lot of other uh, like uh, Chicano podcasters out here, mm-hmm. but they, they don't talk about that stuff. They're afraid. Cause they want to, they want to uh, appeal to everybody, but me, I don't care if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. You know? So I was like, you know what? This is more important than me. Let me go out there. And there's a dude, uh, his name is uh, the hood Santa. I, I saw him on a, on a, I heard him on a different podcast, a mm-hmm. mega nice podcast. And I, so I started following him. And he was giving out uh, pepper sprays to the vendors, right? Says, so, you know what? I'm going to do that shit, but I, on my own, I'm going to do like, because he was doing it like in Long Beach and stuff, right? Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the fashion district in downtown LA. So I announced it. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to, I'm collecting some money to see if you guys want to give me some money so I can go buy pepper sprays so they can protect themselves, right? No one, no one responded. You know, it was okay, cool. So I had, I wasn't making that much money at the time, but. I, I put together about 40 bucks and about four, four pepper sprays. So they're about 10 bucks each. Mm-hmm. I went out there. I gave them out. Uh, my wife was recording with me. I said, you know what? Let's just record it. Not for cloud, but just so people can see, look, this is what we're doing. And so they, maybe they can see it and do the right thing also as well. So that weekend uh, I did it, you know, I, I posted the video and people started asking me, Hey, well, how can I donate? And then my daughter put it on TikTok, and it went pretty viral. Like mm-hmm. there was thousands of people that, that, that saw the video and I was getting money from Florida and every single dollar that I got, I put towards that. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't take into account that my money that I spent or the gas money, whatever I was like, everything's going to go, everything's going to go to them. Cause they need the help, you know? And yeah. there was a couple, there's a man that, that I interviewed. It was kind of cool, man. Cause when I was interviewing him, I put my, my phone down and we, I recorded the conversation and where he said that uh, that same week, some black kids were going to, we're going to rob him. And if it wasn't for a lady that, that knows those kids who stuck around to watch them, to scare them away, mm-hmm. he would have got robbed and beaten. And his wife does the same thing. So he asked me for another pepper spray. So that's an episode three. If any of your listeners want to check that one out, it's just a really good episode. I'm out there with, in the streets talking to people and stuff. When, when that was really hot, it's still happening, yeah. but not as bad, you know? Yeah, I heard about that because over here we have those elote men and we, we have stuff like that here. But um, when I heard about that was happening in California, it really it bothered me because I was like, why would you mess with these people? These people are out here hustling. You know, they're just trying to provide for their family and they're all usually older men. You know, and it, it's like, why would you do that? You know, they, they don't do nothing to nobody. And it, it, it really it really pissed me off and it really made me yeah. upset because it's like. Why, you know, you yeah. you wouldn't do that to anybody else. And it's, like you said, it's usually like the black kids or something like that. Yeah. Over here, 
um, it's it's quite different, I think, because everyone's kind of cool with everybody. So if shit yeah. like that were to happen um, in like the black neighborhoods or anything like that, they kind of would stand up for those people because I've never heard anything like that happen here. But I know in California it was happening a lot. And um, yeah, I actually bought this shirt. I forgot the name of the company, but it says protect the hood. And it has one of those elote men on, on the back. And they said oh, that all the money that they were going to get from those shirts, I think like half of it was going to go to like an organization to protect those people because, oh, you cool. know, that they're they're small businesses. And, you know, you do shit like that to somebody, you're you're robbing them of their livelihood and the money that they're trying to provide for their yeah. family. And it, it, it bothers me that shit like that happens yeah. to people, you know, our own people. Yeah. Our own people, you know what sucks too? Like some of our own people were doing that too. They and 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 they they've been doing it for a while. They call it over here. They call it taxing. They like for example, if you sell drugs here, mm-hmm. uh, the mafia usually taxes you money. But they don't they don't really tax the eloteros. But it's the gangs that tax the eloteros. But where I grew up, that never happened. They would actually buy stuff from the eloteros and tip them. You know. Yeah. And what pissed me off too was like, man, it's like this this man was about to turn seventy. You know, and like and I told him like it sucks because you would never see them pick on someone like me. They wouldn't do that to me because they know it's not going to happen, you know. Yeah. They pick on on the weaker people, like the older people, you know, and maybe people who might be undocumented who aren't going to call the cops. Yeah. So that that was really it. Really pissed me off, and I even took my the second time I went, I took my kids out there with me too, so they can see, you know, hey, whenever you can help people, help them out, dude. You know, no matter what. And it it was kind of crazy, man, because we we went to like the 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 tough neighborhoods where like there was a lot of blacks. It's mainly like black neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but these vendors have to still have to pass by there to just just so they can sell, right? And uh, a couple of times they would be like the like you know like the, like the grandmothers of, of of the black people out in the front porch, and they'd be looking at me. I'm like fuck, looking at my car, but fuck, you know, whatever happens happens. God knows I'm trying to help my people out, and He's gonna protect me, you know. I just said, and you know, it was cool because my kids were out there with me too, and you know, and hey, hand me one, son, or hey, or they're like, hey, look, there's there's a paletero right there. I pull over and I jump off and give it to the paletero, and to see the the smile on their faces, man, it's it's like man, it's like it's priceless, dude, because like. They 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 would see that somebody cares about him, you know, like fuck, somebody actually cares about me, you know, and then they would get kind of scared, like, can I use them? Yeah, dude, if someone's touch, as soon as someone touches you, you can use it, and they can't do anything to you, you know. And they were like so so thankful, man. They would try to try to give me the product, I'm like, no, no, it's cool, dude. I'm I'm, and I would buy stuff off of them, you know. Yeah. And they would try to hand me stuff, like, no, 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 dude. Look, I'm buying it off you, and 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 here's the pepper spray. Protect yourself, and they're really really appreciative, man. As but there's other races that are like they're really picky, dude. You know, but our people are really really humble. Yeah, man, that, that's really great. I heard about that, and one of the, I think a couple of your episodes, you mentioned that you and your family were out there, and I, I salute you one hundred percent, dude. I, I, that's amazing. Did you go out there and help the community and help out Rasa? You know, it's because it's important. Because if nobody else is going to look out for them, we might as well do it. The ones that want to help, you know. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said, man. Who else is going to do it? We got to do it, you know. Yeah, exactly. We, we got to do it. And and around around that time, man, what was happening too? It was really. The stand that I took was really, man, it was it was crazy, man, because um, it was when all that BLM shit was happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I said straight out, I said, look, straight out, dude, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I don't back that. I don't. Yeah, it's cool. I think all lives matter, but I don't back that organization because it, it's funded by that fool Soros. Soros yeah. is funding it. And it's not it's not even it's not even that Black Lives Matter. It's like a black supremacy. They want to be the best. You know, for me, I think we're all equal. Like, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. When you're younger, you grow up racist and stuff. But when you're when you're older, you get to see, you know what? Not, not everyone is bad. Some people are really cool, you know, just like our people. Some people are messed up, too. But um, that it was kind of touchy, man, because I was like, you know what? I'm not down with the BLM. 
And so a lot of people were kind of scared to to even associate with me because of that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned, like uh, if you if you listen back to around that time in July, August, podcasts. There's a lot of podcasts, dude, and they're pretty big, but they don't talk about that stuff. You know, they're 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 afraid because they want to be accepted by everybody. Even using the word like me, I, I use the word Chicano, Mexican, because that's what I am. I'm not a Latino because I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not South American. I'm not Dominican. And mm -hmm. or even the Latinx term, I, I don't agree with the Latinx term because what it term. is, yeah, I hate that term, dude. What, really, what it is is uh, because of the new the new movement that they're doing, where they're trying to make everything like not have a sex, you know. And so th that's what it is. It's it's like a gender neutral term of the word Latino. I don't even like using the word Latino. And I don't even like using Latinx because that's even worse, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I heard about the Latinx like maybe a couple years ago, and I was like, what what is that? And someone's like, oh, you know, instead of Latino and Latina, they get rid of those, I guess, gender pronouns and just put the yeah. X to include everybody who's transgender everybody. or bisexual or whatever. And I'm like, OK, whatever, you know, and it's funny because you say the whole the Black Lives Matter thing. Um, I was one of those people that was kind of nervous to talk about it, but I did voice my opinion. I did say, look. I don't agree with what they're doing. I do agree that black lives do matter and that everyone's lives matter. I mean, it's not just one race's lives matter because we're all in mm -hmm. this together. We're all, like you said, we're all equal people. No one is better than everybody. Um, and I had a lot of friends that, that got mad at me and I had a lot of people didn't want to associate with me on my podcast. I actually had one girl, her name was Daniela and um, she's a YouTuber here in Houston. And I asked her to be on my show. So I was like, hey, can you do you want to be on my podcast? I like what you're doing. And she was like, yeah, sure, sure. So um, I think it was like during maybe a couple of weeks after the whole George Floyd thing, uh, when he got murdered, um, I did an episode with my girlfriend's brother, who is a gay left liberal. <laughs> and um, that episode was just that episode was crazy. He pretty much went out the gate just like already criticizing me and this and this and that. Yeah. And when I finished that episode, I was really nervous because I was scared of what my response was. And I wasn't sure if people were going to agree with me. But um, I was like, you know what? I can't be a pussy about it. I need to yeah. stand up for what's right and what mm -hmm. I believe in because it's, it's my opinion. So yeah. I released it and a lot of people were like, Hey, I, I, I agree with you. You know, he was kind of being an asshole, but, um, yeah, I agree with you, what you said. So, um, when that episode released, that girl messaged me and she said, um, you know, based off your episode, I'm going to see if I'm going to be on your podcast or not. Wow. So she listened to it and she ultimately was like, I agree with, um, with so-and-so and um yeah i don't feel comfortable coming on your podcast because i won't be able to discuss the whole black lives matter and i was <laughs> like um i was not going to talk about that i was going to just yeah. talk about you and your youtube and what inspired you and you know how we can i wanted to help a fellow like you know a hispanic you know people yeah. i wanted to help yeah. us help her out you help me i help you but she didn't see it that way and she was just all consumed by the whole movement yeah. and what they were brainwashing him with all that yeah, stuff yeah. it's all brainwashing so, dude so I was like, hey, look, uh, I wish you best on your YouTube. Maybe we'll cross paths again and maybe we'll get this right. So um, but after a while, she we kept throwing like secret jabs at each other. 
<laughs> and people were like, why is she saying that? And I'm like, oh, we have this beef going on. But yeah. I, I don't wish her bad. I, it's just, it really bothered me that somebody would base their opinions on me based off an episode, which is like, you don't really yeah. know me. And it's like, your episode was not even going to be like that. So, yeah. so I've had my experiences with that as yeah. well. You know, the whole, and, and, and it's just, and it's just one episode, you know, it's just one episode. You, you can't base it on that. Like you said. Um, and also what, what happens is like kids nowadays, like they, whatever's on TV, that's what they go after. Like they all want to be so- social justice warriors. Like, like that's somebody else's fight, dude. Like, yeah. for example, uh, you had the kids in cages, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't see these, the black people rising up and marching. Hey, we got to do something. And the kids continue to be in cages and you don't see that. You don't see anybody doing protests about that. I actually have a story about that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this was like right after the March we had here in Houston and um, somebody had said something. I forgot what happened, but pretty much this Hispanic man, um, or whatever he was, Latino, I think he was like Venezuelan or something like that. He had posted, I'm afraid of what's going to happen because over here there was a lot of marches, but there were peaceful protests and, you know, they were rioting and stuff like that. He was worried because they were going to bring that man's body back here to Houston because this is where he's from. And he's like, I'm afraid for for my my family and my house because, you know, that's what he sees on TV. And this black guy literally was like, fuck you, go back to where you're from. Uh, Trump doesn't even want you here and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? This was 11 o'clock at night. I was yeah. pretty tired and I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not going to let this happen. So I stood up for that man. And yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, you don't even know him. So why are you why are you talking to him like that? You know, and he, he started going on this and that. And I was like, I don't see you people uh, protesting ice and these kids in cages. And he was like, you don't understand, bro. We've been doing that. And I was like, I've never seen a march here in Houston at <laughs> all for that. We have a detention center for those kids. Literally oh, um, down the street from my house, really. I mean, it looks yeah. like a like a like a, a hospital, but yeah. people don't know that it's one of those centers. And I actually had a, a knew a girl who worked there. She was uh, she found out that I had uh, I voted for Trump, and she was like, "Oh, please don't tell your people. Please don't." And I'm like, "What? I'm not what? What does that? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm not yeah. going to do anything. Yeah. You know, I know what you're trying to do." She was very helpful. She uh, was an educator, so she was teaching those kids how to speak English and helping them yeah. with you know. But um, yeah, that black guy, he the Hispanic guy, he was like, "I'm not even." Mexican, so why are you saying something like that? And he, he yeah. started going off on him, and I was like, "Nah, bro, you're wrong. You need to back off. You need to get the fuck off. You need to just stop talking to people and just being racist." Yeah. It's like you are promoting racism, and then you you're saying over here that you want to end racism, and it's like you you can't have one or the other. If you yeah, want, you yeah, be racist. So it's like, just, yeah, yeah. It, it, I was like, "Nah, man." From that point, I just like, no, I need to stand up for what's right. I need to stand yeah. up for my people. If people are gonna. If, if, other people, black people, are going to be talking shit to Hispanics when they're like, "Oh, you don't understand." And I'm like, "Nah, bro, not going to happen yeah. no more." Yeah, yeah, because they, they, they'll just keep going. And then, like, I heard in like back east, they, they call like uh, undocumented Mexican workers. They call them AT, walking a- ATMs because they know that they don't have money in their bank. So, like on Fridays, they, they go jump people, and that's what they do. But um, speaking about you know, you mentioned that you voted for Trump and, you know, what's what's messed up is like nowadays you can't even you can't even uh, disclose that information because you're considered oh you're whitewashed. You you hate Mexicans because of that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I got called yeah. racist. I got called uh, gentrified Hispanic. I got called yeah. all these things. And I'm like, no, I'm not any of that. I have my own opinion. I made my own mind up. And yeah. it's funny because even family members were like. 
oh, there's something wrong with you. I don't want to associate with you. And I'm like, it's my own family, bro. Yeah. You know, with me, with me, uh, what it was like, uh, when Obama was there, I voted for that for one time. The second term, I didn't vote for him. And then um, this last term with Trump, I didn't vote. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to vote. It doesn't matter because I have I have a mentality where like, no matter what, dude, they know who's going to be in there. You know, yeah, they, exactly. Because I believe in conspiracies and all that shit. Not all of them, but I look into that. But this year, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to vote, dude. You know, whatever. You know, and I ended up voting for Trump. I knew he wasn't going to win, but I voted for him anyways. And I didn't I didn't care what happened because I aligned more with what he, with 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 uh, with the morals and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I knew he wasn't going to win, right? So my mom, uh, one of her neighbors, um, my mom doesn't work. She's disabled. She, she's at home all the time. Okay. A lot of those ladies are just at home, and. Uh, they're like, hey, uh, who did your kids vote for? She's like, Trump. She's like, oh, no, no. Nos están dando la madre tus hijos, you know. Porque, <laughs> and my mom's like, they don't even fucking know you. What are, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, they voted for Trump. You know, it, it's bad for us. She's like, dude. She's like, if you want, you should have your kids vote. She's like, oh, they can't. They don't have papers. Well, why don't you vote? I don't have papers. Like, well, hey, then you can't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And, and we don't even know her. Like, how, how is that going to affect, you know, her outcome? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what sucks, too, is like... uh but for me, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a leftist. I'm, I'm not a righty. It's just more of a centrist. Whatever makes more sense for me. Uh, I, heard, I heard somebody speaking about that too, where like life, life isn't isn't about uh, one way or the other way. Life doesn't have changes. One day it might be right. One day it might be left. So why choose your political views on that? You know, because life isn't like that. Life is different. Life is going to change. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? Just like if let's say the next election somebody else is a Democrat and I and, and I align more with his views, I'm gonna vote for that guy. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I, I'm the same way. Um it's funny that you bring up Obama. <laughs> um when Obama got elected, um that was like what oh eight. I was a freshman in high school. And of course, you know, all the all the blacks and a lot of Hispanics were like, I'm a I'm voting for Trump, but I'm like, you can't even vote. You're in high school, dude. You know? <laughs> but you yeah. know, when you're kids, you're like, I'm going for that because you know your parents say that they're going that so you want to yeah. agree with them. And I knew that I was I knew I was against the the grain because I was like, I don't like Obama. There's just something about him I don't like. And they're like, why? Is it because he's black? And I was like, no, I just, I don't agree with what he says. And there's just a funny feeling that I have about this man that I just can't shake. And a lot of people didn't like me because I didn't like Obama. And then yeah. it turns out that the dude just sucked as a president. Yeah, you yeah know? he did. And when he I did vote too, I, I didn't vote for him. I voted for Mitt Romney. And, the, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the thing about him that a lot of people don't know, our people actually don't know that he did the most fucking deportations in the history. Mm -hmm. He deported the most fucking people, did the most raids over here in, in L.A. There's a lot of sweatshops where people do sewing and shit like that. He did the most fucking raids on people and, and people still back him. And I remember the first time he won, I knew a couple of people, my coworkers, they're Mexican. They're like, yeah, my president is black. Yeah, but you're Mexican. What the fuck are you proud of, dog? Be proud of a Mexican as a president. Mm -hmm. my, my president is black. Who gives a fuck? He's not even full black. You know what his middle name is? It's Barack Hussein, Hussein. Obama. Yeah. People don't know that shit. Then they don't like saying that. But yeah, and I heard I had a lot. Of, you know, Latinos say that too. My president is black, and I was like, but he's not even full black. He's he's mixed. And then yeah. it's so confusing with this guy because it's like you're from here, but then you're born here. Then you're and it it doesn't. Like I said, I had a funny feeling about the guy, yeah. and I just I never liked him. 
I have yeah. a bunch of coworkers who are like, you know, they voted for Obama and they had the whole hope shirts and, and change yeah. and this and, and I was like, Hey, look, that's cool. You know, that's, that's your yeah. political opinion. I'm, yeah. I don't, agree, I don't agree with it, but I'm mm-hmm. still civil about it because that's how yeah. I was raised. You know, Hey, you yeah. got a different opinion, whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and then now with people with Trump, they're like, Oh, you know, he's not my president and this and this and that. And I'm like, well, you still live here. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah technically dude. you're president, you know. Yeah, like no matter who it is, like fuck, like it's Biden. Okay, fuck it. He's he's still the president. I mean, but uh he said he was gonna change stuff. Kids are still in cages, but now they call it uh, detention centers, right? It's not cages anymore. They're in was it those uh <laughs> containers now? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so you shit. went from a cage to a container. Yeah, it's yeah. bigger space, but it's still a cage in a sort of way. So yeah, you know, what do you it I um when we were watching the election I was watching it with my girlfriend and her family. And they're like, who'd you vote for? I was like, I voted for Trump. They're like, oh, okay, well, you know, are you going to get mad if, if your guy doesn't win? I was like, no. I mean, we already knew uh, it's black and white that he wasn't going to win. You know, they, yeah. they already knew Joe Biden was going to win. And they were like, well, how do you think? And I'm like, it was on TV. It literally was like, you can see the polls jump in. I'm yeah. like. Yeah. I knew he was going to win. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, he's the president, whatever. I'm, like I said in one of my episodes, I will still respect the man. I'm like, yes, sir, Mr. President, whatever, this is that. But it's like, uh, I didn't vote for you. But I still don't like your your views. But, hey, you're the president. I need to respect yeah. you. That's how it is. you know. And the crazy thing is, man, like um, people say the lesser of both evils, right? And mm-hmm. uh, pretty much all Trump did was he called us rapists, whatever, you know. But this fool, uh, Biden, he's a fucking pedophile. And there's fucking videos of that fool rubbing up on girls and sniffing. I've and seen those like videos. Everybody's seen those videos. <laughs> How are you going to vote for that guy, dude? You know? Yeah. And, and there's a video of him saying the N-word <laughs> just like yeah. a couple days ago. I was yeah. like, oh, this is not good. But nobody says anything. Nobody yeah. has said anything about the kids in the container uh, places. They haven't said anything about him saying that word. They haven't said anything. You know? And then that video... You know that video that um, he he was saying like oh uh, in rural areas uh, uh, he's like Latinos and blacks don't don't know how to use the internet. I saw right? that. So I, posted, I, was- I posted that video and some some idiots like he means rural. I'm like dude, it doesn't matter what the fuck he said. Rural. Or, there's people and there's white people in rural places too. He said specifically blacks and Latinos. That doesn't fucking piss you off. He's like, no, he meant rural. Obviously, you haven't left California. I'm in Mexico and it's kind of rural. Yeah, but there's also rural places where white people live. You know, exactly. like the rednecks and shit. So to me, I, I took it like, hey, he's talking shit about us. He is. Like, and, some people aren't smart enough to figure it out. And he's the one that was pandering to the Latinos, you know, this and that. We got to get the Latino. You do. And then you talk shit about us as soon as you get in off. And th- that man is crazy. He's he's demented. He's, he's everything. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And you know, you know what it is that people don't know. I think within a year, what's going to happen is uh, they're going to put that uh, the chick in there. Come on. Come Kamala Harris, they're going to put her, they're going to say this was not competent enough. He, There's even a video of him saying like, if you know, if, if I was to go down where I can't make it, uh, Camelo's ready to go or something like that. There's a video. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Where he's talking about that. Or they tell us what they're going to do already, but if you're smart enough, you'll, you'll be able to discern it. If not, you're going to believe the lies. Yeah, I have a bad feeling about her too. There's just a yeah, lot dude. of stuff racked up against her yeah. and I'm like, no, no thanks. Yeah. It, and it's funny because all these people are like, oh, she's, you know, I get she's a woman. That's cool that we have a, a yeah. women vice president. That's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, they're just using her race and her gender and, and this and that to to raise up. And I'm like, OK, yeah, it's cool. But to win the people over, man, 
Yeah. Especially yeah. now, like all oh, feminists and shit like that. And and it was crazy because I was talking about like the whole feminist movement and what it is, is uh like feminists are like, oh, you know, women women are strong and this and that, right? Mm-hmm. But the feminists also support like the whole like drag queens and stuff like that, right? Well, yeah. drag queens dress like women, like sexy women, right? And then women see that the feminists are like, oh yes, queen, yes, you look good, right? But what's happening is that the whole um drag queen thing is a contradiction because you are um they're objectifying women by the way they're dressing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like, cause you're dressing provocative the way that supposedly men, quote unquote, men like women, and you're saying that it's okay. So it, it's just it's a, it's a contradiction, dude. Yeah, I have a my girlfriend's best friend, he's a he's a drag queen. And yeah. uh, I I went to one of his shows we have here. We have like we yeah. in Houston. I don't know if you know. We have like this part of town where it's called the Gaberhood. It's called Montrose, oh, and um, yeah, <laughs> it's That's a like small West Hollywood area. over here. Yeah, West Hollywood. Yeah, it's a small little area, and you know they have the the streets painted with the rainbow flag, and you can see the rainbow, the transgender flags, and this and that. And they have a lot of gay clubs there. Well, yeah. When I started dating her, I I went to one of his shows and straight up, I just felt uncomfortable. I don't even yeah, remember yeah. what it was. I don't remember the night, but I felt super yeah. uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah, I'm supportive of him. That's his job. He makes his money. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But it's like, I don't agree with it. He knows that. Maybe he's cool yeah. with it, though. So, yeah, yeah. And I've had him on and the show. Cool. And that's good. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You still respect him as a person and what he does. And that's fine. You know? People listening right now might think I'm fucking homophobic, but no, dude, I'm a big, I'm one of the biggest Morrissey fans you'll ever meet in your life, dude. I'm a big Morrissey fan and he's bisexual. So mm-hmm. I'd be a hypocrite to say I'm against all that shit. I just don't want to, it's just that on TV, you're pushing, they're pushing it, dude. Like you can't even watch Netflix or TV without them showing that. They're, it's cool. Like I said, you could do whatever the fuck you want to do behind closed doors, but they're pushing that dude. And the kids get confused. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, and, I, I know and, that agenda. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and it's it's and that's a whole mental. It's it's a mental. It's a whole mental thing, dude. Because yeah. if you're born with the with that, well, unless you're a hermaphrodite, then you don't know what the fuck to choose. And later on, you can choose. But if you're born a male, of course you're gonna have testosterone. You're a dude. I don't know. I don't understand it because I'm not like that. I respect it, and that's what you want to do. I just don't like how they're pushing it on a yeah. kid, you know? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I can see that myself that they're they're pushing the, the whole gay agenda. It's a gay and, agenda, yeah. And it's like, but these kids are three, five years old and they don't even know how to wipe their own ass and yet yeah. they're telling yeah. you that they're a, a girl inside and it's like Nah, dude, you're you're just just go play with your toys. We'll talk yeah. about this, you know. Like, there's that dude, uh, Gavin McInnes. A lot of people don't like that dude too because they think he's racist. But uh, this dude, he was talking about how, like, you know, there could be like a four year old kid and he's a boy and oh, I'm a girl. Okay, my son says he's a girl. Let me fucking dress him up like a girl. He's like, dude, my son says he's a fucking dinosaur. What am I gonna do? Tell him he's a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> no, you're a fucking kid. You know what yeah, I mean? they don't know. And then when you push all that stuff, they see on TV. It's even in the kids' channels and the kids' TV yeah. shows. They say that, yep. and it's like, God, what what are we gonna do? I can't even show. You can't even show kids SpongeBob. And SpongeBob's even you know doing <laughs> yeah. all that pretty crazy and uh since you spoke, spoke about the drag queen thing they were having a fucking drag queens read stories to kids dude like mm-hmm. reading books to, to kids like fuck i don't know who the fuck would sign their kids up to that shit man the, the woke ones that happened <laughs> here woke. in houston that happened here in houston uh, we have a, a library here in downtown and they had a couple drag queens do that and it was funny because one of them ended up being uh 
uh, they end up doing like a background check on him and he ended up being like a child molester or something like that. Fuck so, shit. yeah. And it was like, well, they, got, they, they, cut, that. Dude. they cut that right That's out. What after you wanted, that. huh? That's what you wanted. Exactly. Yeah. So, Jose, um, Let's get a little to know. I'm sorry. Let's get to know more about you. So you grew yeah. up in LA your whole life, right? Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a small city uh, called San Gabriel, but it's actually a really important city because uh, it's uh, it's it's the San Gabriel Valley. So okay. the valley is named un, under San Gabriel, right? And the San Gabriel Valley consists of like a lot of cities. Um, there's like West Covina, Azusa, a bunch of different cities. Um, we're pretty close to, to LA, uh, maybe about 10, 15 minutes to LA. Okay. Um, right now I live currently living on Hamburg. I grew up in San Gabriel and, uh, I grew up in the 1980s, early eighties and nineties. And around that time, there's a lot of gangs, man. Uh, there was, uh, my, my front neighbors, there's a couple of gangsters there, gangsters in, in there all the way in the back houses. I lived in a bunch of apartment houses. They weren't even apartment houses. They're actually houses, separate okay. houses. And in the rear house, there was gangsters there all around me. Um, a couple of blocks away was a heart of, of the gang, which was called Sangra. And, uh, you know, there was drive-bys, you know, fucking. When we would walk home from school, we would get chased by people shooting at us, stuff like that. But even though I was into my stuff, um, like, you know, like the new wave and stuff like that, my mm -hmm. friends still accepted me and I was cool with them, you know, because when it came down to fighting, I, I'd fight with them too, you know. So And, and they grew up with me, so I, they were my friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much how I grew up, and you know, broken home, typical, like you know, like how everyone goes through. You know, uh, I have a, a stepfather. You know, used to beat the shit out of me and all that. I got tons of stories in, in my podcast that speaks about that. And speaking about that, I, I can tell you, and I, I, I can even speak uh, speak about it. And I don't feel emotional, unfortunately. I don't know why. Um, and you know, even my stepdad. Uh, like a couple of years ago, he's like, you know what? I'm sorry, Jose, for the way I treated you. And he'll start crying. And I'm like, no, dude, it's okay. You know, I don't hold any, any resentment towards him or nothing like that. You know, even though it, it was your typical stepson who got fucked up, you know, almost every day, my mom would fucking, whenever she was present, that that, that didn't take place because she would back me up and she'd fight with him, you know, toe to toe, mm -hmm. you know? So pretty much that, man. And, uh, um, you know, I saw my friends all around me. Doing that and getting jumped in, I backed up the gang, got into a couple of fights and rumbles and stuff, but I never got jumped in. Uh, I never found the need to get jumped in because uh, my friends are in the gang, and why am I going to get jumped in? Exactly, if I have yeah. their, their back and they have my back, what's the point of it, you know? Mm -hmm. I got a couple of friends that got jumped in, and, you know, um, like one of my friends, uh, a really good friend of mine, his name is Eric uh, Slick. Shout out Slick. He's Right now he's in, he's in jail. Uh, he's in prison. He's been there for almost 20 years. Um, he was supposed to go to court this month. I think he might be going to court next month, but uh, hopefully he gets out because a lot of the, a lot of the laws that existed when he was in there got, um, they don't exist anymore. You know, they got rid of those fucking laws. So hopefully mm -hmm. he makes it out. The only reason why he, he got in there so much time is because the gentleman who got killed was a Marine or something like that. Ooh, so they, they, yeah, they, that's they, they make a big deal out of that shit, you know, quote unquote that he killed, but I know he didn't do it. Cause the way he is, the way he was is like, um, he was able to get chicks like nothing, you know, and he wouldn't fight somebody for a chick, you know, because oh, yeah. he was he can get any woman, you know. So what ended up happening is, you know, they, they ended up some dude got killed. Uh, some someone's baby's mama's boyfriend got killed. And when I heard that, I'm like, dude, he didn't he didn't do it, you know, but they blamed it on him. So, you know, unfortunately, he was doing all the time. But, you know, he's he, he's a model uh, inmate in there. He's doing really good. He's getting his, his degree. So 
hopefully when he comes out, you know, he's going to, well, it's going to be a lot better. You know, he's, he's got a, his wife is his, you know, his girlfriend, baby mama stood by his side the whole time. He's a good woman, strong woman, raised their daughter. She's, you know, she's doing good. He's got a son too. And when he comes out, man, we're, we're going to, we're going to do a show. We're going to, we're going to have a show for him. I'm going to have him on my show and he's going to have his own podcast too. Wow. That's awesome. So look out for that. It's going to be a badass fucking podcast. I, I bet. I'm going to produce it. Nice. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to produce it for him, man. Nice. That's, that's always good that, you know, the people in there, they, they want to better themselves. So they do the yeah. whole, you know, get their education and get their degree. That's, that's always good. You know, and then just being a, a model in prison, you know, because prison's prison's bad, and then yeah. you you always got to have somebody who's a light to guide the people yeah. in the darkness, you know. Yeah. And then once people start seeing, okay, well, this guy's doing good, and you know, maybe I should try to do that, you know. Yeah. So it's always good to have somebody like that, and you know, hopefully he 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 gets out and he starts all that. It, that's a really good start for him. Yeah, and that's what he is in there, man. He's like helping people out and stuff, so. You know, I, I know I know he's gonna do good when it comes out. It's gonna be different adjusting to all this crazy shit in the way the world is, man. Because yeah, a twenty year difference. Like, yeah, even when I would go visit him, like it was like still nineteen ninety seven. You know, the stuff we would talk about, like ninety stuff. You know, he still knows what's going on in the world, but it's it's different. You know, because for him, time stopped at that time. You know, like in the nineties, ninety nine. So yeah, man. Um, and you know, he, he's being strong and stuff. You know, and uh, he's got a lot of support from his family. So yeah, it, it's gonna be good when he comes out. Yeah, yeah. So, Jose, let me ask you this question. So, we over here in Houston get this perception of how the Hispanics are or the Mexicans in L.A. are. Is it true that the whole uh, the gimmick, well, I guess you can say gimmick, uh, of them, like, they're like, what's up, we, you know, hey, what's up? Is, do they all talk like that? Uh, mainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly all of them are, yeah. Even, even, even I have a little bit of that, not too much, but... Um. Yeah, I mean, almost everywhere, dude. Everyone's, like, hey, what's up, babe? What's up, dog? Yeah. It's funny because yeah. you know we over here we're we're a lot different. We're we're southern yeah. and stuff like that. So, but the whole idea of like the LA culture, you know, especially in pop culture and in movies and stuff like that, yeah. like like American Me and Blood and Blood Out, we all see them like, well, Subway, you know this and that. And I that's why I wanted to ask you is like, is it really yeah. like that over there? Because like, I've never uh, been to LA. Nowadays, it's that's kind of dying out. But you you still see that in like the the veteranos and stuff when they come out like hey hey what's up dog you got a franjo they'll just talk like you know straight Chicano slang you know mm -hmm. but uh, that's kind of it's kinda, that's kind of dying out though because people pick up on that new slang even people that are my age they'll start using the new words like here's, here's one that I fucking hate vibes oh yeah I feel the vibes <laughs> you know I hate that kind of shit but people my age in their forties thirty five will say vibes and shit like that you know it's lit. You know what I mean? So yeah, that is uh, the whole Chicano thing that, that you see in the movies. Yeah, it, it does. It still carries on, and, it, and it, but it's dying now, you know, and that's a part of our culture, dude. Like as far as like 80s, 90s, 2000s, that was the culture, but it's kind of dying out now because people are even people my age are are, you know, are trying to be hip and they use all these new fucking words and shit, you know, like Latinx and vibes and all this shit. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, it's funny because I always wanted to go to L.A. Um, yeah. When I graduated, my my dream and my goal was to go to L.A. and to move to L.A. But yeah. I, I never got the chance. But I just I like the whole the whole scene and the whole, yeah. I will say, vibe yeah. of L.A. Yeah. It's just it's very beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah. And I know there's there's kind of the 
the uglier side, I guess, of LA, you know, it yeah. might smell or whatever, but I, yeah. pff, I don't mind it. I live here in Houston. There's times where you can smell hobo piss on the street and yeah. you have a nice building and a nice view. Yeah. And it's like, that's I'm how used it to is. it, you know? Uh, but the only time you'll smell that kind of stuff is like in downtown LA, like in Skid Row, like in downtown. Mm-hmm. Besides that, everywhere else is kind of clean. There, there's not too much, uh, there's a lot of homelessness, but it's only little areas, a couple little blocks, you know, where, where you'll see that. But I mean, Growing up here all my life, um, I got used to it. So maybe to me, it's kind of like, okay, it's like whatever. Yeah. And I always talk to my wife, like, man, I, I wouldn't mind moving to Texas, you know, because Texas has a good, uh, like, a dark wave scene and Psycho Billy scene and, and uh, Morrissey. There's a lot of Morrissey fans over there. So I, w- I would fit in over there. There's, there's spots over there, too, where people are fans, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of bands go go play over there, too, you know. So I, I wouldn't mind leaving L.A. because I'm tired of it already. There's too many fucking people here. It's overpopulated. It's so I wouldn't mind leaving, but she doesn't want to because of the heat. Yeah, the heat is a bitch sometimes. Yeah. It depends on where you go. Uh, like here in Houston, it gets hot, but it gets humid hot. And there's some days where you just you you you're dying. You want to go inside yeah. in the AC and just stay in there. But it, it's beautiful here. It's really nice. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of scenes you it, nobody really knows because mainly Houston is just hip hop. But we have a, a whole indie scene. We have an alternative scene. Yeah. We have a, a hardcore scene. We have a punk scene. We have a yeah. we have all these kinds of scenes here, and especially in Austin too. I love yeah. going to Austin. Yeah, that South you know, by Southwest uh, festival, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I go. I try to go once every year. I mean, it's during spring break, so I try to go because yeah. I have a cousin. He lives like maybe thirty minutes away from Austin. Yeah. So I go and I visit him, but I go to South by Southwest, and I love going, just discovering new bands and just taking it all in because I. I love music, you know. Yeah, everything. Yeah, me too, man. That's like my number one thing is music. Um, that's like that saved my life, you know. Music. Uh, that that's what I'm really really into, and I'm always into like discovering new music, you know. But the only music that I want that I cannot listen to is um, like reggaeton and all the bachata stuff and mm-hmm. uh, narco corridos. Is that really? Narco- I know that's kind. Of, is that kind of big over there in LA though? Because I know a lot of people. Yeah. You know, they're even trying to mix it with the. Uh, with that, um, a lot of Mexican kids try to do that. Uh, what is it? What do they call that shit? Trap. Oh, uh, trap. Like, like trap corridos, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, man. With the, you have you heard of the Edgar haircut? Yeah, we have a lot of. They Edgar's call them the hair four, the Edgars and shit. We, have, we call them cuz over here for some oh, reason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, over like here the... they say cuz too, but they call them taquaches. It's like We have those here too. We have those here too. I can't. I can't. Kind of trendy. I can't stand it. I'm sorry, but it's like yeah, yeah. it's cringy yeah. to me. Yeah, no, know? it is. It is. It is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I don't see too much of that here, but I know I got a homeboy in Bakersfield. He sees a lot of that there, and um, sometimes they have like those they, they they have those truck meets and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they're they're kind of more into that. But man, there's a I think it's called the Food Community, and uh, sometimes they'll have like um, a lot of those Edgar fools like rapping like, "Oh, what do you guys think?" And like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just fucking put trash cans because it all fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're not gifted, I can make you're not that gifted. fucking music, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I I totally get that, and I, I agree with you too. Reggaeton, I just I can't I can't vibe with it. I've had yeah. friends of mine. Um, they have a little clothing company here. They're called Mija Cultura. Yeah. And um, I have them on the podcast. And I uh, it's part of my unpopular opinions. I was like, reggaeton is yeah. trash, and they got like upset. Their yeah. eyes were like. You know, and I'm like, that's my opinion. It's just the music yeah. is bland. It's the same beats. It's probably the yeah, same, same producer. Beat. They all yeah. sound the same. And it's like, I can, reggaeton maybe in the early 2000s was a lot more 
um, appealing and more, I yeah. guess, uh, what am I trying to say? They were more, uh, not competitive. What am I trying to tolerate say? You tolerated shit or what? Yeah, you can tolerate it. And yeah. they had something to it. Every artist had yeah. something different to it. The now, only reggaeton that I like is El General. Yeah. Hasta la mano se tu estás gozando. You heard that before? Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, that one before. That's the only shit I think is cool, you know? <laughs> Anything after that is terrible like this. Daddy Yankee, which is kind of old, but uh, I don't yeah. know what, uh, there's some new ones. Uh, what the hell is that guy? Bad Bunny and all that shit. Yeah, and then I sometimes can't. people. And then what's funny too is like some people will see someone like that, you know, on TV or like on WWE, and they'll say like, "Oh, he's on there. We're winning. Latinos are winning." Like, no, he's not fucking Mexican. He's Puerto he doesn't Rican. Fucking represent me? What the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? How the fuck are we winning? That's not me. That's a fucking what is he Dominican or whatever? He's a Puerto. He's a Puerto Rican. He's a Puerto Rican. Yeah. He's fucking, he's, he's, he's American. How the fuck are we winning? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't like him at all either. I mean, with the whole, he, more feminine, he was wearing nails and like these weird glasses and. Oh, like he had his makeup. nails done or what? Yeah, he had nails. He literally had oh, nails shit. and he would, he would just be like very feminine. And I'm like, yeah. I don't like that. And it's like, hey, do what you want to do. That's cool, yeah. bro. But, yeah. Yeah. you know. I had yeah. a lot of friends that are like, oh, he's so brave because, you know, he, he's more feminine and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. no, dude, it's, 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 a whole, brave, it's a whole gimmick. It's a whole thing yeah, just to, to grab yeah. you all in, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. See, the thing, the thing with that, man, is like um, when I was younger, I would paint my nails. But the thing is, I was into like punk rock, dark wave. If you're into those kind of soap cultures, it's 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 accepted mm-hmm. because that that's a part of the subculture. You know what I mean? Or like when I would see people like painting their hair. Back in the day, you would only see certain people doing it, or like even me. Like I said, I, I would I would paint my nails sometimes, you know. Yeah. And I would do it now if if I wanted to, you know, because it's a part of the subcultures that I'm into, and it's not feminine, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think unless you're into subcultures, then it makes sense. But if you're doing it for some something else, it's a gimmick. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Just like dyeing your hair doesn't mean anything anymore. Anybody fucking has their hair dyed. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because like you're saying, like you grew up in the whole '80s and the whole '90s. Yeah. My parents are. Kids of the seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Eighties is the whole their whole thing, yeah. And they they pushed that on us. You know, we watched a lot of eighties movies. We listened to a lot of eighties music. We like a lot of eighties pop culture and stuff like that. You know, me and my brothers. So we we know about that. And I was like, that yeah. that was accepted. And that was like you were cool and edgy when you you painted your nails and you had hair because you were different. Now you're just yeah, like yeah. part of everybody. It's the norm, you know? dude. Yeah. yeah, like you look at, look at six nine with the rainbow fucking hair and all that shit and. Wearing pink and all that shit, you know. Yeah. People think it's cool, <laughs> and it, it it just makes you look like a like a clown. Yeah, yeah, it's a clown. Know? It's a clown. Yeah, and it's only because it's been done. Even tattoos, like, like you know, when I was a kid, I got my first tattoo when I was eighteen and stuff in nineteen ninety eight, and uh, you know, so I got a couple tattoos here and there, but I kind of stopped because it's pricey and also because everyone's got tattoos. Yeah, you know. Luckily, um, people would tell me, "Hey, what are you what are you gonna tell your son?" If he wants to get tattoos, I can't tell him a shit because I have them, you know. But um, luckily, my son doesn't like them. Oh, and wow. he's twenty-one. He's gonna be twenty-one uh, next in in uh, May, so I can't tell him anything. But he doesn't like them. Um, I have a bunch of tattoos all over my legs because one of the things I learned how to do was tattoo. I practiced on myself in uh, two thousand six. I bought a tattoo machine, and I started just tattooing, and I got better and better. But I stopped doing it. I would just tattoo friends, and you know, here and there. But I, I never learn from anybody i just learned on my own before before youtube was showing you how to do it you know mm-hmm. uh i haven't done it in a while in about three years but i've been wanting to get a couple things done 
my wife tattooed a couple things on me too as well. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So is he who is he your oldest, your son? My oldest son, yeah, yeah. He's twenty one. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I had him when I was twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, that makes that's sense. Forty one. Yeah. Um so I listened to the episode that you did with your wife for Valentine's yeah. Day and you just talked yeah. about your story that y'all been in high school and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. So y'all how long have y'all been married? Uh it's gonna be twenty one years. Okay, so the same as his same age. Same as okay. my son, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really cool. That yeah. Actually, no, we got married when he was a year, so it's gonna be twenty years. Okay. In May. But you know what? The thing is, we don't even celebrate that either, man. Like the, really? which is kind of weird. We, we I don't even know what date it is. And even if if my wife found out that I don't know what date it was, she didn't. She wouldn't care because we don't really celebrate that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and I don't know what you got from that from the episode if you listen to it. But like, we don't really even celebrate Valentine's Day because it's yeah. like we celebrate every day. I, I try to be nice and you know and treat her right and. You know, without even thinking about it, like I'll buy her snacks or I'll buy her. Hey, look, I found this for you, and it's like because you're always you you show that you're thinking about her mm-hmm. by buying that stuff. And I'm, I'm not thinking, hey, let me show her that I'm thinking about her. I just like I feel it, so I do it. I I, I don't I don't let I don't let a, a, I don't let society tell me when to love my wife. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. You have to show them. So all these chicks, their husbands don't show them shit. Their boyfriends don't show them any affection until that day. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah, I I like the episode. I like y- y'all's point of view and just like how you how y'all talk to each other and just it's it's nice because you know a lot of people are just you know oh you didn't buy me this and i, I didn't like you for that because you didn't buy me this or this and this yeah. and that you know and like what you said i think i had did a poll and you you, you said you don't really celebrate valentine's day yeah. and with me we me and my girlfriend we celebrate it but you know like you said Every day should be a day where you're showing love, not just on Valentine's Day, because yeah. even if the person you lose the person the next day or you lose them sometimes, it's like, well, I only showed them love on Valentine's Day and you feel that regret. So, you know, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll buy my girlfriend food or, or something. I'm like, hey, I got you this vinyl or I got you this or, you know, and she does the same thing. So it's showing love every day because. You shouldn't just show love. Like you said, society says, well, you have to show love on February 14th. And then after that, you can just do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you, you know, I don't, right now we're answering the whole, uh, do you speak, you speak Spanish or no? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, you okay. know. And- well, they, they, they call it Quaresma or, or Lent. They call it Lent, right? Mm-hmm. They call it Lent. And um, people, they don't eat meat, right, around, around this time. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like, dude, like there's a there's a taco chain over here. It's called King Taco. My wife loves it. And um, those tacos, uh, I say, hey, dude, it's Friday. King Taco. Mexicans don't eat meat. So we go to King Taco and it's <laughs> fucking empty because people don't eat meat, you know, because yeah. mostly Catholics are, are. I mean, Mexicans are Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. we grew up Catholic, too. But when you get older, you realize that, yeah, your parents, um, they're teaching you the right things. But when you get older, you get to make your own choices, you know. And luckily, my 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 mom, I I would tell her like, look, um, we're not supposed to have images, uh, you know, of Christ or of of the cross or the Virgin Mary. It's just God. God hates all that stuff. So on her own, she looked it up in the, in the Bible and she kind of turned Christian. You know? Yeah. I consider myself Christian, but I don't tell everybody, hey, I'm Christian, whatever, because. And what happens is, excuse me, people that 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 say, hey, I'm Christian, and. Um, and try to keep saying it over and over. And it's like people that say, Hey, I'm vegan. Hey, I yeah. cross train. They want to show off and shit, right? So whenever you do that, people will hold you under a microscope. And every, everything you do, you're going to be judged by it, right? Exactly. So I believe in God. Um, I'm not really into religion because religion is man made. 
But if we, if you, believe, I believe in the Bible, and I, I, I mainly go by the Bible. And the Bible says you can. You, he sees it says, uh, um, I put, uh, I put everything on this earth so you can eat it. You know, you could eat meats. You, you're not supposed to abstain from meats. Mm-hmm. Also, as far as like um, the priests, it says um, in the Bible, it says, uh, man should not be alone. I shall make him a helper. So he made Eve. So that's why you got all these priests fucking touching kids, fucking fucking the nuns and having and having babies and shit because mm-hmm. men are made to spread their seed and procreate. You know what I mean? So that's why all this corruption is happening uh, because of all these man-made laws. I never understood why the priest could never get married. And I was like, well, it, you can't have the... If I was alone by myself for my whole life, I would go fucking crazy. You yeah. Know? It's like I you have to have... A partner, you have to have a, a, a your Eve, I guess, with yeah. you because yeah. if, if, if not, then shit happens. And you don't check off so many times, and that's it. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you get tired after a while, and you're yeah. just like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I I am myself a Christian. My uh, my family, we were raised like that. It was all because of my grandparents. My grandparents were, were Catholic, um, but um, they end up going to church. And they start going to like a Baptist church and then it just, they turned the whole family around and now we all go to church and, you know, I, I, I live and die by the Bible. I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't believe in religion either. Religion is, is man-made. Yeah. It's, it's all these laws. And that's like the only law that I obey is the law of the Bible of what God tells yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny cause, um, speaking of uh, the, the Bible and all this and that, I know you've heard about the, the preacher in El Monte, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I actually yeah, yeah. spoke about him. I spoke about him, man. What happened with, with me, it's like, dude, look, I'm I'm not that radical when it comes to like anti-gayness. You know, like, like I mentioned, I, I'm a Morrissey fan, right? Yeah. Um, so do whatever the hell you want to do. Just I don't want to see that shit, right? But these people that are protesting against him, it's like, dude, like if you don't like what he believes, don't fucking go there. And that's it. He already has people that are going there. If they want to believe him, they want to believe him. That's it. If you don't like it, don't go. Just like my podcast, your podcast. If you don't like it, don't listen. You you have the right. Right now, we still have the right. You know, because I think what's going to happen with the country is it's going to turn communist, dude. And what's going to happen is we're not going to have any fucking rights. But right now, well, you still have the right. If you don't like it. So I have a friend. And she's a really, really good friend. She's um, a friend. And um, she has like a like a nephew or someone. So she went out there and she was supporting him. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I told her, look, I said, look, you know, my stand you know your husband stand he's against it but that's your family i don't have anybody in my family that's like that so so i i don't get so i so but i but i understand that you're backing him up because he's your family and you know this guy's saying a bunch of hurtful shit you know and he was saying shit about about women too yeah but the stuff he was saying is in the bible but he was just taking out of context he was saying yeah. kind of crazy you know that all women can't be working and you know men have to take care of them and that's why i was before i you know my wife didn't work for like 15 years i took care of the kids i took care of them and she didn't have to work but realistically you do have to have the woman if you if you're gonna buy a house if you're gonna make it you know, thank God I made it, but now it were a lot better. You know, we're not paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. But the, with the whole gay thing, what happened is um, there was a drag queen. They're protesting and they're having church. They're having mass. And the drag queen had a fucking megaphone. He's like fucking had it against the door. Like, come on, you don't got to do all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What ended up happening is um, supposedly it got bombed, right? It got yeah. bombed. But what they're saying is that it got bombed by the fucking people that go to church. So that way they make it seem like they're like they're victims and shit. Really? You know I what I mean? That. Yeah, because somebody in the comments said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna bomb it," but it's somebody that actually goes to the church. But then he he erased the comment. So let's say let's say I go to the church and I said we're gonna bomb the fucking place, and then I erase my comment so people don't notice it. That's what they're saying. That's what I hear from my friend. That and 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 I believe it. 
you know, and what ended up happening is they had to close it. Yeah. And he moved somewhere else now to Montclair, I think. Yeah. I, um, there's this podcast. Um, I forgot what the name it was, but they live in El Monte too. And yeah. um, I've heard about the story from my girlfriend. She showed me, uh, his name is Bruce Mejia. And I, I, I was watching the video and he was talking about, you know, he was saying faggot behind the pulpit yeah. and I, I i was raised in church my whole life and i was i was yeah. like well i've never heard that before yeah, ever either, from the pulpit yeah. and uh i was intrigued they with say, him they say sodomites not faggots yeah <laughs> and I, I was intrigued with him i was like there's something about this guy that i don't know what it is so i, I followed his church page and i followed his personal page and um i just you know and then i saw the video where he was saying about women that women are weak and then yeah, in the workplace, yeah. you know, they're they're easier to um, to get seduce and stuff, stuff like that. Right? Yeah. And I was like, who who is clipping your your sermons, dude? Because this yeah. is not good. And um, you know, this podcast hates this guy. And um, one night, I was like, so why do you hate him so much? And um, the podcast guy was like, well, I'm a I'm a agnostic. And I don't really care for religion. I don't really care for religious people. But this guy is spewing hate speech. And I don't like that. And it's like, okay, I understand. And I was like, look, I get what he's saying is too much to digest. Because even for me, it's a lot to digest. Yeah. But, you know, you can't. You have to see two sides and get his view. And I mean, you have you. I told him, have you listened to a full sermon of his? No. I was like, well, there you go. You know, it might be all right but then there's like a couple of seconds where it's like boom because my cousin's a pastor and i, I you yeah. know and sometimes he's even nervous he's like I, I i hope i didn't say anything that was wrong and i'm like no you, you, everything was good so we had this conversation late at night and um you know he had tagged the pastor and his church instagram yeah. so we're talking we're talking we're talking and then late at night the pastor replies back. He was like, oh, so you think I'm cool now because of the stuff that I do? And I was like, oh, shit. He replied back. And this is like late at night. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Y'all like two hours ahead of us or behind yeah. us. <laughs> so he starts conversation with the other podcast. And then in the morning, I asked him, I was like, hey, would you be willing to be on my podcast? And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's, you know, let, let's link up. And he's like, do you live in L.A.? And I was like. No, I, I live in Houston. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, well, I'm actually going to be there next weekend. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this wow. is, but with the whole thing that happened last week with the freeze and, and, and all that, um, I had to cancel on him because I just, it's not that I felt comfortable. I was just really tired because we were out of power for like four days and then just the freeze. And it was really, it felt like two days wow. and it was like four days. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm really just tired. I can't. So he understood, but we're supposed to do something in March. So but I, I would like to get his point of view and pick his brain and see yeah. what what he says. Because I know there's a lot of far right people that say stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, when I grew up in church, they were not like, I mean, they were kind of right. But some of them still dress like they're in the 90s, dude. Yeah. They have like that puffy hairstyle and the poofy yeah. and then they wear like the long dresses and I'm like, yeah. guys, it's like 30 years. Like you need yeah. to like update your your wardrobe. At least yeah, you yeah. can be modest in with modern wardrobe. But, you know, they're Bible believing and stuff like that. And it's funny cuz it's a white church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, some of them could be kind of crazy. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah, I was like, so been, so you, you talked to to the Mejia, Pastor Mejia? Yeah, I talked to him. I, I oh uh, crazy. Yeah, I was like, hey, let's 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 meet up or not meet up, but yeah. like, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. And I told my cousin about it because he was intrigued about it. You know, he's a pastor, yeah. and he was like, I would like to be in that. And I was like, yeah, dude, I totally want him in there. You know, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do an episode in March, and uh, I'm gonna cool, need to keep man. in contact with them more. And yeah. um, because yeah, I did see that he moved, and I saw all that, yeah. and I was like, man, that's not right. Why? If somebody within the church did that, that's like a whole Judas move. You know, you, you know, you, you're part of this church and these people accept you and then you turn your back and, and do that. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. You can't do that to the house of God. But, man. but I think you moved because they bombed it, dude. Yeah. That's they did. They, had move, they tagged yeah. it and they bombed it. And I saw those people, they were protesting and marching. And I'm like, yeah. like you said, if you don't like it, then block it out. That's block it, it out. Yeah. You, you, all you're doing is you're, you're bringing more attention to it. Just like you mentioned, you followed him. So did I. I followed him to see what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? I, I want to yeah. see. So that just brings more attention. When he gets more follows, he, he's going to get more follows because he's going to get more, uh, what do they call that shit? The algorithms? The algorithms yeah. going to see, look, you know, and he's going to show up in more feeds. But that's a good idea, dude. Like, I thought about interviewing him. I'm like, fuck, maybe he's not going to want to. But that's a really good idea, man. You're going to do it in March. That's good. Yeah. And I need to ask that other the other podcast guy. It's like, hey, did you ever get with him? And Because he said he wanted to interview him, too. But yeah. I feel like maybe that guy is just being chicken shit and doesn't want to do it. because Yeah, you know. people like that, are, they just talk. And, and, and even if he was to have him on there, it's not going to be a civil like interview. He's going to be more like attacking him and shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, I don't think it'll be good because it'll be more like an attack. And the guy's probably going to fucking quit half mid-interview, you know? I don't know. He he's pretty he's pretty uh hard not hard headed, but he's like yeah fuck it just come with me just hardcore it. yeah he's hardcore yeah, yeah and that's pretty cool but I mean but he'll stand for what he believes in yeah, yeah. even if it's not totally correct but it's like you know that's somebody yeah. who believes in what they believe in yeah you know? yeah I mean I mean the stuff that he's saying is true it's just a delivery the mm-hmm. way he's saying it if he was to say look sodomites. You know, repent, sodomite, you're doing this, but he's saying fags and all this <laughs> shit. And that's why they're getting offended, dude. Yeah. I, I was talking to my coworker uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, hey, I haven't heard somebody said fag in a long time. I think they yeah. just, because with everything being woke and everybody yeah. being so far left, they stopped saying words like that. And yeah. it's like, man, I haven't heard anybody say that in a while. Who's, <laughs> who's going to bring that up? And then he brings it up and I'm like, yeah. it's back. Here we go. <laughs> You, you know what's crazy, man? Uh, the whole term woke, woke really means uh, like what I am. Like I'm like uh, not really a conspiracy theorist, but just being open to everything and what's really happening. That's what being woke really is. Mm-hmm. But nowadays being woke is a fucking social justice warrior. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? That's what they, they play. I'm woke. And I'm like, dude, no, you're not. Because no. they are just woke to their what they believe in and their ideas, they won't accept anybody else's. Yeah. Like you said, you, you see both sides and you, you get both sides of information. So you, you yep. make your ideas so you're woke, but people yeah. like that, they, it, it's just another term like vibe and it's lit and stuff like that, that they use, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Just like the word love. I was telling my wife, like love is so like fucking, and so they use it like nothing, like love, like, Oh, Oh, I love this. Or I love this band. Like, no, you fucking don't, you know? 
And I was telling, like, like I said on my podcast, like I'm a big Morrissey fan, so a lot of times, a lot of the stuff that I think it just references to the words and his lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. So, like in the Smith song, he says, "Heavy words are so lightly thrown." So the word "love" is heavy word, but people use it so lightly, so easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, everyone like, love says is love. If you know what love is, man, love is is like, man, like you you die for somebody, you kill for somebody. You know, personally, me. I'll fucking kill. I'll fucking die for some for people I love, you know. And you're not gonna fucking die for that band. You're not gonna <laughs> die for that fucking cheeseburger. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? no. You know, I, I totally agree with you. The love, the word love is it, it's just so watered down now. And it's yeah. funny, um, like you said, what he said. Heavy words are just so thrown around, lightly thrown, lightly yeah. thrown. Uh, I know. I follow this group because I, I like pop punk you know i grew up in yeah. the early to mid 2000s and i like that kind of music blink 182 yeah. so i joined this group and the word they use a lot is nazi and white supremacist oh, yeah. so <laughs> i um somebody had said something they used an archie archie comic and they dressed yeah. them up as like punks left left liberal punks yeah and they're like you know if you uh if you're a, a nazi you can't like pop punk and i was like what is nazi mean anyways i know what it means but i was just like hey what does it mean to you guys why what what is what do you consider to be a nazi what are the qualifications of being a nazi i was like i feel like this group throws this word in in this uh, to everybody to where it doesn't mean what it's supposed to mean and all these people jumped on my ass and they're like you're a white supremacist you're you're a nazi and this and that and i'm like last time i checked i'm brown and yeah. you know I'm not a white supremacist, but I had a lot of people back me up. They're like, "Hey, man, he's just asking a question. It's a civil question." But they jump on my ass because they yeah. they that's all they know just to attack, attack, attack. Yeah. And instead of thinking like, "Oh, you know, maybe we don't know what that word means because everyone uses it nowadays." Yeah. You know, if you fucking cut your grass at night, you're probably considered a Nazi. You know, you're Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cancel, 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 cancel culture and shit. We're gonna cancel this. Like my daughter was telling me about some, there's some, some like uh, Vietnamese or Chinese dude. I can't think of his podcast, but he kind of talks against like, uh, I guess they're saying he's like a fucking anti-feminist or some shit like that. So they're trying to cancel that guy. He's got a little podcast and I heard it. And he's like, he's just saying like, you know, like um, he's just kind of talking like how chicks are objectifying themselves and sleeping around like with dudes and like mm-hmm. how. How real, real, real men are not gonna want to be with somebody like that. They're just gonna use them and abuse them and shit. Yeah, I was kind of listening to it a little bit. So they want to cancel that guy out because uh, what, what he's saying and shit. You know, oh, he's canceled, and that's the word that they use. They cancel. Me personally, you can try to cancel me. I don't care. It's, it's not a big deal. Like w- what happened with me is, uh, I was sharing a lot of conspiracy theorists and shit like that. You know, theories and shit, and my thoughts and stuff. And um, what happened with me is, uh, I have anchor. That's what I used to. As a, as a hosting site from my podcast, right? So uh, when I started, I had a, a, a sponsorship with them. Mm-hmm. So I tell you, hey, use fucking uh, use fucking um, use Anchor. It's easy. What are you waiting for? Do a fucking podcast, right? Yeah. So um, Spotify bought them out, and Spotify is really conservative. They're really like left wing and shit, right? They have Joe Rogan. A lot of Joe Rogan's uh, episodes were taken out because they're kind of too right wing, you know, yeah. or Nazi, you know. So um, they try to cancel him. So what happened was, uh, I guess they found out about my podcast and they took away my sponsorship. So my sponsorship is no longer active, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the second thing that happened. The first thing that happened to me is uh, I looked into um, 
I can't, I think it's called truthfinder.com. And I put my name in there. I didn't pay anything. And it said, uh, it made sure it was me because it said, do you know this person? Did you deliver these addresses? Whatever. It says that I'm on a FBI watch list because that could be a part of a fucking extremist uh, group or some shit like what? that. What? Right? Oh, I saw yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So I put that on there, right? And the third fucking thing that uh, blew my mind and I, 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 it made me believe it is that, um, that next weekend, um, I was going to do a podcast in the morning at a park. I was going to pick up a homeboy, right? Yeah. My wife had to work that day. So she went to work. She went to a store to buy some, you know, a couple snacks for her. And she went to go use her ATM card, right? ATM card did not work. It was declined. She's like, hey, babe, it's uh, my ATM card's not working. You know what? We'll call it later. Maybe somebody try to use it and they'll send you a new one. Cool. All right. Cool. Use your, use your whatever card. Okay. Um, so then I go around 9 a.m. to buy my kids breakfast before I leave so they can have breakfast because I'm going to take off and do a podcast, right? Yeah. I go to Denny's. I go to pay. And uh, my card declines also as well. It's a joint account. And it's it's our checking account, right? Mm-hmm. So I tried my phone. You know, you scan it. Bing. The, the scan it, it didn't work. I tried the card. It didn't work. Same thing. I had to use a credit card. Boom. And I called. They're like, no, it doesn't say that it got declined. I'm like, yeah, it got declined like three times. My wife's got declined. How is it not showing there? She's like, I don't know. There's no block. So they ended up blocking my credit cards, dude. And uh, people found out about it. There's other podcasts that exist. There's Chicano, quote unquote, Chicano podcasts. And I hear them talking. You know, I listen to the podcast. I support them and shit. And they're like, hey, you know, there's people that are fucking paranoid and think that, that the government's after them and shit like that. They should get a check before they get a gun. They're just they're kind of throwing the rock at me and shit to shoot fit me. Yeah. Because you're talking about me, you know. I haven't said anything back, whatever, you know. But um, they, you know, people think that I'm crazy and shit. But how the fuck is all this evidence that I can show you, dude? That they're 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 fucking. They already demonetized me on the podcast, right? And um. You know, they, they blocked my fucking card. My name's in the fucking database. But the database thing, some other dude told me, like, hey, you know what? I got the same thing. So I looked at it. I looked at his fucking Instagram, right? This guy's fucking BLM, fucking left wing. I'm like, nah, nah. You know what? That's probably some generic thing that there's that they, they post on everybody so they can make you pay money and find out more about why you're on that list, right? Yeah. Because this guy is the establishment. He's doing what everybody wants him to do, you know? So that that kind of discredited what I thought about, you know, the whole watch list issue. Because if, if he's getting that warning and he's and he's with the establishment, and I and they're I'm getting that warning, then it's not it's not valid, you know. Yeah, that is crazy that your cars got declined and then yeah, there dude. was nothing wrong with them. Yeah, nothing wrong with them. They're saying we can't find anything wrong with them. I ended up having to order a new card. Luckily, I have an iPhone, so with the iPhone, I was able to use a digital card in the meantime. Yeah. Whoever had uh, that, what do they call it, iPhone pay, mm-hmm. um, I was able to use pay with my phone and shit, and so so was my wife. But now I've got the card. But so with, with that happening to me, I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm such a fucking small podcast. I'm not a, I'm not a big voice. I've only got about 3,600 followers on Instagram. I don't have that many listens. The, you know, luckily... People listen to my podcast worldwide, dude, like uh, Singapore, Australia, all these fucking Germany is like, oh, shit. And I'm thinking maybe it's troops or someone that's listening, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, recently I got I got a um, Singapore and I got a um, uh, I can't even think of the fucking name. But uh, yeah, it's 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 growing. 
I'm small, but it's like I'm dangerous because of the shit that I'm saying, you know. And um, some dude was telling me, "Hey, man, you really think that they care about what a, what a Chicano is saying?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course they do, man." Yeah, yeah they and do. And the fact that you don't know that is fucking stupid because we're not the minority; we're the fucking majority. If we were to wake up and find out what the fuck's really going on, we can fucking overpower these motherfuckers. But that's not what they want, and that's why they see me doing this shit. And I'm small, right? But I have the potential to be fucking dangerous if it spreads. If people can wake up, if I can get people to listen to me and 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 actually look for look do the research themselves and find out what the fuck's really happening, we can be fucking dangerous. And exactly. They don't want that shit. That's what I, I tell a lot of people. It's like they expect the the Hispanics and the Mexicans to get in line just like the blacks, just like the chinitos, just like everybody. Yep. But once once we start taking left instead of right and we start seeing stuff for our own, then it's like, nah, we gotta tell everybody else, man, y'all gotta get out of there. And it like I said, your podcast blew up in like seven months. And I was like, that's crazy. But like yeah, I said, the crazy, stuff man. that you say is so truthful. And people are yeah. going to uh, attach themselves to that because it's like, yeah, this guy's saying the truth. You know, he he, I agree with what he says. Like like me, I agree with what you say, and yeah. I'm like, it, they do find you dangerous. They find yeah. us dangerous because it's like, yeah. like I said, when we're not in line like everybody else, and we're off doing our own thing, they're like, oh shit, you know, these these yeah. fucking people that. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of us. They don't think yeah. that, but there is. You know, we're yeah. we're the majority, but people don't see it that way. They want us yeah. to just be brainwashed and, and be in yeah. line and stuff like that. And it's like, nah, bro. We we know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, we're the we're, we're what they call like the, the sleeping giant. But right now, like Voltron, the fucking legs aren't working right now because motherfuckers don't know. But once they find out, and everything <laughs> comes together. But right now, yeah, it's the thing, man. Like, and you know, it it, it kind of does kind of piss me off that fools other podcasts kind of talk shit and do subliminals. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I'm gonna keep doing me, you know. I know that I'm on another level than these motherfuckers, and they're afraid to to touch on the on the, on the touchy subjects. They're afraid because they they don't want to lose their followers. I don't give a fuck if you want to listen to it. It's for you. If you understand it, then you're gonna spread it and you're gonna tell other people. I'm I don't care about popularity. You know, and I don't care about money. I'm just doing I'm just doing it for just to do it and have people leave something behind and, and educate people on the little stuff, little bit of stuff that I know. And don't believe me. Look it up yourself and you'll see it for your for yourself. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that it, you know, it, it's some crazy shit out there happening, you know, but I kind of stopped with sharing the whole conspiracy stuff. I just do it on the podcast, so whoever is a listener is going to learn and, and they're, and they're going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But as far as like reaching out a little more. It's like, hey, dude, I kind of stopped because I stopped. They showed me what they could do to me. What else can they do to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of stopped with the whole spreading it on the Instagram. But in the podcast, I still talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And you, you were posting all that. And I was like, that's, that's crazy. And it's like, but it's not it's not too crazy because it's like he's saying the truth and he's speaking his mind. And people ain't don't like that. So, they're, of course, they're going to be like, what can we do? You know, behind the scenes to get this guy to notice, hey, cut your shit out. Don't be saying this crap because, you know, once you start saying it, everyone's going to start noticing it, you know. Yeah. And what they do, too, as far as like um, what they'll do, they call it um, they call it shadow banning uh, with my stories because I do a lot of stories. I don't really do too many Instagram posts. I do many stories of like what I'm doing. Hey, this yeah. is what I'm doing today. This is what I fucking did today, you know. And what they'll do is... um. If, let's say that like right now I'm being a good boy and I'm not really posting conspiracy <laughs> shit, right? My views will jump up when uh, whenever I'm posting conspiracy shit, my story views drop by like a hundred a hundred views, you know. So that's what happens. They control all that shit. And then uh, I had an incident happen where um I posted something about 
I believe oh it was about COVID, about the vaccine and uh what it's doing, how people are dying and they're they're getting uh Bell's palsy and shit like that. And mm-hmm. some fool's like, Oh, you know, you're a fucking racist and and shut the fuck up. Five five of my fucking family members died, whatever. And I said, Look, man, fucking unfollow me, you fucking pussy, right? Yeah. And I posted that shit back to him, right? It wasn't like it wasn't like on a page, it was just a DM, right? I said, Unfollow me, you fucking pussy. And dude. It said, oh, your fucking comment has been taken down for a fucking, because it's a fucking hate speech, right? Mm-hmm. It said, it's a fucking hate speech. It got taken down. And I'm like, what the fuck? My comment got taken down on my Instagram page, but I realized this is not my fucking app. This is not my fucking, my platform. It's Instagram. Instagram can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. That happened to me a couple of times on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know what, dude? Right now, I got I to gotta take a quick piss. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Let's go you ahead. Can edit ahead. that out? Yeah, okay, I can I'll edit quick. this out. Yeah, I can All I right, can pause right, it real quick. quick. All right, all right, we're good, we're good. Whew. Yeah, no, I I have to go too, but I'm like, ah, I'm like I can vote it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, I, I, but we were saying this is all the crazy shit that's happening. It you know, like you said, the shadow banning, and I said that um that happened to me on Facebook. So uh, there was a comment that uh. Somebody had, had said something. Steve Kerr of the of the Golden State Warriors had said something about the Rockets, and I was like, "Steve Kerr's a cunt," you know, pretty much. I just said it <laughs> flat out. He's a cunt, yeah. and yeah. I got banned like that. And they were like, "Your comment is uh, bullying and harassment and blah blah blah," and so they blocked me for twenty four hours. And I was like, and I had I did a review, and I was like, "Yo, yo, literally everybody on here is using that word, but why are you blocking me from that?" And I've had people, I've said, uh, call them gay and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's gay yeah. or that's stupid. <laughs> and, P- and I've gotten blocked. But I'm yeah. always, I always beat it for some reason. But like I told my cousin, because me and my cousin, we both think the same way. Um, I was like, it's probably because of all this the stuff that they see on my post, you know, that it's all conservative somewhat. And that, you know, oh, well, he's not a part of the establishment. He's going against the grain. And, uh, you know, we're just going to block him. Because I've had, a, I have a friend of mine. He he's the same way and he'll say shit like that he'll go to facebook jail like maybe twice a month (laughs) because of stuff he says but it's like they're they're pinpointing these people that don't agree with what what they what their agenda is and that's like let's get them out here you know yeah that's what they're doing man it's like and now it's like fuck like it's i I tell my brother and i can it's a pretty good episode of my brother uh his name is uh charlie charlie c uh, I think it's episode 32 really good episode where he talks about that. I was kind of afraid to have him on the show because he's pretty, he, he, he has no filter like me, you know, but mm-hmm. he's crazier because he'll say whatever, you know, but he was actually pretty good about what he said. And um, people might think he's a conspiracy theorist, but he's not, you know, because sometimes me and my, my mom will talk about stuff and he'll be like, no, 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 dude. Like, well, how do you guys believe that? How do you know? He looks more into the facts, you know, more than us. And um, he was saying how like, um, they're making it like Germany, where in Germany, they took your guns, right? They want to take our guns, right? Mm-hmm. And then they took the books. But now they're not taking our books. They're taking our social media. That's how the books, that's how you spread information. They're silencing that. And that's what they want to do eventually. They want to take your guns. They, they, and it's it's going to happen, dude. And sadly, I don't want that to happen. But I think it's I think we are going to end up seeing that where, where it's going to turn to communism. Because it's going that way. And it's headed in that direction, you know. But only the smart ones are going to notice that. Yeah, I, I've noticed that too, and I've seen that. And it's you know, once they, you know, during the whole Nazi Germany, they, they were burning books. 
Because like you said, that was information of getting spreaded and they didn't like that. So they, they burned them and it's the same thing we're going to do. They're going to get rid of our social media and they're going to get rid of all the people that don't agree with what, you know, the establishment says. So it's just all going to be what they want to see and what they want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that, that's what, and that's what they want, man. It's and it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Like even when when Trump was in office, you know the lefties are doing that. And they're they're trying to fucking take everything away with the guns too. You know it's like, but with guns it's like, hey, dude, like, um, guns don't kill people. People kill fucking. You know, people yeah. kill fucking people. It's not guns. The guns a machine. You know. Yeah, just like they're saying that there's more there's more murders with knives than with guns. Why don't they fucking ban knives? <laughs> because they you know won't. What I mean, you know. Yeah, it's something with a gun that they're going they they want to ban because they know that that's the most powerful thing. I mean, and that's how you're going to protect yourself when they when they because what's going to happen is um, I don't know if you heard about FEMA camps and all that shit, but let's say for example with this whole you know um, pandemic that's happening, mm-hmm. um, let's say they they want to come to your house and they want to take you. Let's say someone like me or you who who really knows what the fuck's really happening. You're you're talking. You're spreading that knowledge, right? They're going to come after people like that, right? Now, if you don't have any guns, how, how are you going to protect yourself? If you have guns, you're going to protect yourself from whoever's going to enter your home. Yeah. Just like even if it's not the military, if it's somebody else, if you have guns, you can protect yourself. Now, they want to take your guns away. So when they come get you, it's even easier. And that's what that's what they want to do. That's the only reason why they would want to take your guns away. I don't see why else they would want to take your guns away. Yeah, I, criminals have fucking guns. Yeah, you're not gonna take their guns away. They got AKs. <laughs> they got gats. They got everything, and they yeah. don't take them away. That's what I, I really want to do. My cousin has been in my ear a lot, saying, "Hey, dude, get your get your handgun license. You need to get it. You know, because ultimately they're gonna take it away, and then it's like you need something to defend yourself. Because over here yeah. it does get pretty bad, you know. But uh, I would personally like it because. Um, you know, I just want to protect myself and then if my girlfriend or my family's with me. I, I just got to have that, you know, but like yeah. I said, I have faith that, every, you know, God has me. But even yeah. then he's like, sometimes you got to strap up, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Um, I was going to say, oh, yeah. As far as like the how is it over there with like people talking about like the fucking the vaccine and shit? Are people excited to get that or what? <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so they're bragging about that shit, huh? Yeah, you know, I have a my girlfriend's friend who I I don't really like, and she's probably listening to this. So I don't go fuck, you know. Yeah. Um, she got approved to get the first shot, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so happy, you know, that I'm getting this shot." Uh, fuck you, motherfuckers. You know, y'all gonna be still uh having COVID, and I'm gonna have the shot. So she's pretty much acting like it's uh, it's gonna protect her. Yeah, like it's a lottery shit. She's like, I'm gonna kiss everybody in the mouth, you know, when I get it. And I'm like, what you're, st- yeah, you're stupid as fuck. And yeah. you know, with the whole plant, uh, COVID, how how did it affect you and your family? You know, over in LA, because I know uh, LA shut yeah. down and it was bad. Yeah, LA shut down, but personally, in my home, it's you know, my wife and my two kids, and my wife got really, really sick. She got tested for it. She works. She works like in the medical industry, you know, okay. and um, so she's always getting tested like every fucking twice a week, I believe, you know, and um, she got tested. She got really, really sick. She got tested. They said she didn't have it. Right. But she stood home for like fucking two weeks. She didn't get paid, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, my brother, he fucking he, a lot of people on his job got it. He got it. He he beat it in about three days. Um, he. uh 
he went to my mom's house and I was there and he showed he was wearing a mask. He was all strict about it. I was like, dude, who gives a fuck? If I catch it, I catch it. It's just a fucking flu. And uh, so, no, it, it didn't affect me personally. Uh, my work in the beginning, a lot of places were shut down. So, you know, I have to go into businesses and, and spray and treat for, for insects, right? Yeah. Now, excuse me. A lot of places were closed, so I was unable to treat. Uh, it hit me. It hurt me by a couple hundred bucks, but then after a couple of months, everything opened up again, and a lot of these places were able to function because a lot of the places are essential because in order for them to receive pest control, they are essential because yeah. they need us to control the pests. You know what I mean? So right now, pretty much everything's open except for schools. A lot of schools, I have, there's a school that I have I had it serviced in about a year. I told my boss, look, dude, they're closed. I, I think it's been about six months. He's like, no, Jose, I looked at the records. It's been a year since you serviced it. Oh, I'm like, okay. So they ended up canceling it because it's already been too long, you know. Um, but as far as for me, I know, yes, it is real. Um, is Was it fabricated? Yes, it was fabricated. But um, to me, it's just a flu. It's just a really strong flu, right? And uh, am I scared? No. I continue to live life every day. If I die, you can die crossing the street. You can get hit by a fucking car. I'm not going to let that fucking that that fucking uh, flu uh, control the way I live, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep living life. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Um, am I more careful around my mom? Yeah. Um, you know, am I washing my hands every fucking time and disinfecting them? No, I'm not doing that shit. Realistically, what I think it is, is uh, the mask is, you have the mask on, right? When we expel, we expel carbon monoxide, right? Not dioxide, but monoxide, right? Yeah. So if you're wearing the mask, you keep fucking breathing that in. There's a moisture, moisture, bacteria breathes in moisture. So you have that shit in your face all the fucking time, right? That's what's getting you sick. The people that are getting sick are people that are wearing masks and abiding by the rules and wearing fucking gloves to fucking pump at the gas station and shit like like that <laughs> me i don't i only wear that shit when i'm gonna enter a store or when i'm gonna go fucking do a job other than that i don't wear that shit i don't wear gloves i'm not washing my fucking hands you know what i mean even though i deal with fucking chemicals every yeah. once in a while you know wash my hands because of the chemicals and shit but i'm not like fucking i should be more scared of the fucking chemicals dude you know exactly. what i mean yeah they can fucking kill me but i've always been like that man i just hey i just live life i'm not gonna let that that's what they want they want us to be more scared right so the you may never catch the fucking covid but you're going to be affected more by other diseases like stress like high blood pressure because you're so fucking scared and that's what's going to mess you up you're going to get a heart attack you're gonna, oh shit i'm going to fucking die of the fucking covid so what i'm thinking is they're scaring us into getting the vaccine and the vaccine is going to have some shit in it where it's going to fuck you up that that's what's going to really harm you this is just the flu you know thousands of people die of the flu every year right yeah but now all of a sudden the flu is on vacation who, who, who have you heard that has got the flu nobody nobody somebody can get run over a shot they're going to blame it on the fucking covid you know what i mean yeah so um what i'm thinking is they're they're introducing something in that fucking vaccine to hurt us with it there's a, a homie that, that i follow his name is marvelous marvelous inc if anybody's on instagram look him up he's really good um he's got a lot of followers um he doesn't push his info, but every once in a while, he'll post some videos. Very, very informative. And a lot of them are conspiracy theorists, theories, but he does a lot of uh, research. And the reason why, he says, look, I'll put something out there, but I do the research because I don't want to put something out there. And then it gets proven wrong. And I'm going to look stupid. That's me. That's my fucking word that I'm putting out there. So he's really careful about what he puts out there. Right. Yeah. And this guy was saying that. um the what what the what they're putting into your your blood with that vaccine it's altering your dna it's making your dna um 
um, it's manipulated. So with those 5G towers, that 5G radioactiveness can affect you even more. Like a microwave is going to fuck you up because uh, your DNA is going to be changed. You're going to be more affected by all these fucking uh, radioactive waves. And, and that's what really what it is. Yeah, I, I I've heard a lot about that with the, the yeah. whole. I don't I don't trust that shit. It, it, no. they they made it too fast, yeah. and you know all these people are getting hit. Literally, I swear, I swear, there's yeah. lines like miles over here in my area because my it, we're pretty much Hispanic in this area, but there's a lot of like cleaning guys and stuff like that. Yeah, miles of cars just wow. waiting to get the vaccine, and I'm like, you pendejos, why are you getting yeah. it? You know. Why? Yeah, and like you were saying, how um, you know life goes on with you. So um, it's funny because I've talked about this on the podcast before, but before COVID hit, um, it was me and my friend Edwin. I've had him on the show, and he was like, "Hey man, why are the trips to China so cheap or to Japan is so cheap?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, that's like five hundred dollars, I think, or like that for for one person." And wow. he's like, "It's like two hundred bucks." And I was like, "It's super, for for a round trip." Yeah, and I was like, wow. mm, something's not right. So we went to celebrate his birthday. He's in February. And we had a good time. No, this is before the whole mask thing. As soon as I went on spring break, they were like, hey, guys, we're closing the schools down. So pretty much from March to I guess we can say now I've literally been working nonstop. I work with the Houston Food Bank, so we were helping out communities, delivering food and and, and giving them all the supplies and stuff like that. And uh, I made money. I made bank. I, I was I was I was like, "Fuck it, guys! I'm going to work. I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. making extra money on top of money." So yeah. it didn't really affect me as much, but a lot of places did close. You know, I like to live my life. Me and my girlfriend, we go out, we go to the club, we'll go to the bar, we'll go here, we'll go there, and we enjoy our lives. But with COVID, everything shut down. And I was like, fuck, I can't even do what I want to do anymore. Yeah. And I don't have the problem with the mask. It's like, look, if I got to go to the record store and I got to wear a mask, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. But I'll take it off as soon as I'm out. As soon as I'm outside, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Take, take that thing off. And, um, my girlfriend's brother, he, he caught COVID. So, and he's been, his friends are, they're white and they, uh, they didn't wear a mask. They were going out wearing yeah. no mask and stuff like that. So he, they ended up taking it home and he got sick, yeah. but he ended up being, he's not dead. So is, is, is he, is he the gay dude you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he got, he, he's so dramatic. He was like, you and her out there popping your pussies, uh, yeah. going, you know, and, and, and heading out here and there. And I'm like, dude, I'm 28. I'm going to go live my life. And yes, yes, I'm protective. Yes, I wash my hands because my parents taught me to be, uh, you know, with uh, hygiene and this and that, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I think that's another problem. I, I, I really mm-hmm. believe that it's not COVID that really amped it. It's just people are fucking disgusting. Yeah. People yep. don't wash their hands I, I, when they take a piss. People don't wash their hands. They don't cover their mouth. They don't stay home when they're sick. They, they're nasty. And, you know, I'm, I'm very protective. Like I said, I'll, if I have a sneeze, I'll put the mask on. I don't care. Or I'll yeah. cover my mouth. But, yeah. you know, um, COVID didn't really affect me that hard. Because I still did my podcast. I still yeah. have people here. No problem. And... You know, like you said, life goes on. Life has to move forward. You can't stay stuck in 2020 March. You have to yeah. keep going because 
you know, pe- that's how people get sick. Yeah, I had a lot of people that did die of COVID. I know people that did. I have a friend yeah. of mine. Her father passed away of COVID. My girlfriend's uncle had COVID. And then a couple of days later, he had passed away. Was it? But see, what happens is, too, is like um, it's it's COVID, but you die of other because of complications from mm-hmm. COVID. Like maybe you had high blood pressure. Maybe you had diabetes. He had. Uh, not, yeah. Was it? Uh, what's maybe it? you're a smoker. He had to use like the machine, the breathing machine. He had oh, sleep okay. apnea and it was okay. really, really, really bad. And wow. I, a lot of us think that that's why he, he, he yeah. you know, choked in his sleep. And I think that's why yeah. he ended up passing away. But. They're trying to get me. They were trying to get me to, to do that test. And uh, what that test consists of is uh, you go to the treatment center, you lay down in the bed and they hook you up to that fucking machine. Right. And I was like, hey, man, um, I, I get to sleep here in the bed. Right. Can I bring my wife? They started laughing at me. <laughs> can you bring my wife with me? Dude? So I can fucking go to sleep, dude. And I, I, I never went back. Though, but they wanted me to get the, the machine. Because I do snore, you know, I'm, I'm overweight, so um, that has a lot to do with it. But last year, prior to the fucking COVID, I was losing a lot of weight, man. I had lost about 40 pounds, right? And then once the whole COVID thing started happening, a lot of the markets were, you would have to stand in line or there was no fucking, no fucking chicken, nothing there, you know? Mm-hmm. So that really has a, what it, the only way COVID has affected me is with my diet because even when I, when I say, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to stop eating out. I'm going to fucking start making salads and shit. When I go to the fucking market, there's a big old fucking line, dude. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, fuck it. I mean, it's just, a, it's, it's, it sounds like an excuse, but really, dude, who the fuck wants to wait hours in line to get chicken, you know, when I could just go buy a cheeseburger? And that's a problem because uh, a cheeseburger is 99 cents, but a salad's about eight bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's always when I go to like Wendy's or something like that, it's like, mm, I can get the nuggets for cheap. I can get the nuggets and a burger and a large fry for cheaper than the salad. And it's like, that's not going to help me either. Because, yeah, I have the sleep apnea too. There's some times where I, I do wake up and I'm like, you know, I catch myself yeah. choking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, it was I choking for real? Was it just a good dream? Because, yeah. you know, but uh, they wanted me to do the test too. And I was like, nah, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. That usually happens with me when, uh, let's say, if I eat too much. Like yesterday, I ate some. Uh, there's a really good taco place over here that sells uh, tacos uh, al pastor. Ooh. They have the fucking trompo and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And usually I go on Tuesdays because they're 99 cents. But I said to my wife, you know what? Let, let's go. Let's go today, which is Thursday, yesterday. And usually I get about eight of them, right? Which is, sounds like a lot, but they're little tiny ones. But the usually when they're a dollar. Yeah, when they're a dollar, they put a lot less meat. This time they put a lot of meat on it, right? So usually I can kill like eight of them and I'll go to sleep and I'm fine. My blood pressure doesn't go high because they're pretty much, um, they're pretty much, um, it's like a rotisserie, the rotisserie. Yeah. So there's no oil involved, right? And But last night, man, I woke up in the middle of the night because I fucking ate too much. Like it was, it was going back up in my fucking esophagus, you know? And uh, because they get, they put more meat on them because it's like, you know, it's normal price. It's not a dollar taco. Mm-hmm. But, Besides that, um, only when I eat a lot is when I I'll wake up all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I know on your podcast, you do a lot of episodes talking about food. And I guess, you, like you said, you love food. You yeah, know. yeah. As um, you can see. What are some good places uh, in L.A.? Because I know you said that when you recommend something... That's on. That's on you, because you're like, I'm not gonna give you a, a shitty place to go to. That yeah. you know, you don't want to put your name through like that. Yeah. So, what are exactly. some good places in LA that uh, some of our listeners can go if they do decide to go, or if I want to go, you know? Yeah. Like for um, for tacos, like those al pastor. If you want al pastor tacos, it's called Jason's Tacos. And me and my wife did a whole. We did two episodes on that. We did uh, 
we did like uh, burgers, um, sandwiches, tacos, burritos, breakfast burritos, a bunch of different places. So mm-hmm. for Al Pastor, would be Jason's Tacos. Um, and let's say for the Asada, there really isn't too many good places. But my, my wife does like, she likes a place called King Taco. That's, that's what she likes. But there's also any place here that has, uh, they're called Tijuana style tacos. And what that is, they're charbroiled tacos with mesquite wood so it's a really really good taco they put uh guacamole on them really really good um another place that we like going to let's say like for like for chinese food some place called um i think it's called chinatown express it's really really good they get, and then for they know that we're mexican so we like when they pile on all the food mm-hmm. you get like a two item combo they can barely close the, the container it's like barely they can barely close it up there's also a, a breakfast burrito place here. Um, it's called uh, Lucky Boys. It's in Pasadena where they have a breakfast burrito. And the breakfast burrito consists of everything you would have on a, on your plate for a breakfast. So it has eggs. It has cheese. It has uh, bacon and hash browns all in a burrito. And these burritos have been made since the 1970s. And um, they have the burrito all day long, all the way until they open, till they close. Wow. Damn. So it's really, really good. Yeah. I know a lot of places, man. It just depends. And then for pizza, lately we've been eating a lot of a place called Baby Bros. And Baby Bros has like a, it's like a big rectangle pizza. Okay. And it's really, really delicious. Yeah. Baby Bros. Really good pizza. Um, What else? Um, There's even like, um, there's a place called Kava. If you're, if you want to eat healthy, I don't know if they have that chain over there, but it's, uh, you get a grain bowl. And I usually get braised lamb, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of other like pickled vegetables, like like uh, pickled onions, pickled chilies, and then they put um, hummus in there, different types of hummus. My wife discovered a hummus, and it's called a roasted pepper hummus. So she gets like two scoops of the roasted pepper hummus, and then the regular hummus, and then uh, you know like we get lentils in there, all the pickled vegetables, and then in the end they have like a special uh, yogurt. It's called um, tzatziki. So we get tzatziki mm-hmm. and a green sauce, and it's delicious, man. It's about 15 bucks with a drink, but it's really worth it because we – I talk about that where um, we want to go see The Cure. I don't know if your listeners are familiar with The Cure. It's a you know popular band from the 1980s, but they're still going. They had a festival over here, and uh, it was in 19 – no, 2019. It was 2019. 2019, me and my wife ate there, right? And because it was a really heavy meal, but it wasn't going to make you take a shit and be all bloated and stuff, right? So we ate yeah. that, and we got to the festival around 1 o'clock, and we, just to be in the front. We And the way I am for concerts, I go to the front, I'm not going to Same. the restroom, I'm not going anywhere, you know? So we were there, and that sustained us for the whole time. We weren't hungry until we got out of the concert, you know? So we got to see The Cure, The Pixies, The Deftones, all in the fucking front within six feet away, dude. That's it's awesome. Really yeah. Nice. Yeah, over here... Uh, we, I love food too. Of course, you can you can see we're we're, we're Mexican, <laughs> so of course we love food. Um, yeah. There's this taco truck that I've been going to since I was a kid. My parents go to. It's called um, El Taco Naso, and oh, I okay. literally, dude, these tacos have been consistent ever since I was like five years old. I will <laughs> go there when I'm like a little tipsy, and I get the quesadillas. They're not big quesadillas. They're just like the tacos with with the meat, and they hit the spot. I got I get like five of them. They're like two fifty a pop, and I'll get yeah. like the the charro beans. It's like really thick. They're really wide and yeah. thick uh, beans, and I'm like I'm pff, I'm good. I'm done. I'm like oh, it's time to go home. Uh, but yeah, there's 
there's a lot of good food places here. You know, we, it's Texas, so you got a lot of barbecue. Um, you do get a lot of Chinese and Vietnamese around here in Houston. Yeah. There's a lot of Vietnamese places popping up. I love Vietnamese food; it's so good. Yeah, uh, the spring rolls, the um, the pho. So you I, like pho? Yeah, my girlfriend she she does the pho. I okay. do the uh, a fried rice, or I'll do um, what's it called the vermicelli bowls. So oh, okay. I like those too. I love Chinese food too. I all that Italian, you know, of course Mexican and all that. I I just eat. I like eating. Yeah. So that's that's my that's oh, my thing. You know what? Speaking of Italian, dude, there's a really good place. It's called uh, Mario's Italian Deli. It's in the city of Glendale. It's here in California, and that place has a bunch of Italian sandwiches. But these are like jumbo Italian sandwiches. The bread, they cut it down the middle. You know how a Big Mac has that metal piece? Mm-hmm. They do that so when you bite it, the meat doesn't go out of the go out of the sandwich, right? What? And the sandwich to get there is called an sob. And now that I'm talking about it right now, I'm probably going to get one tomorrow tomorrow morning for lunch. But because I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. And I took my mom there. She loved it. Every single person I've taken there loves it. I had a coworker that was training me with the pest control. And I told him, hey, dude, let's go check out Mario's. And he he really didn't want to go. He's like, nah, you know what? Let's let's go to Jack in the Box. I'm like, okay, you can go to Jack in the Box. He's like, you want something? Like, nah, dude, I'm not hungry anymore. He's like, come on, dude. He's like, all right, then we'll go to the sandwich spot. We went, he got hooked. He goes there all the time now. And the sandwich there is called the SOB. SOB. It's delicious. Man. What, what is in the, what's in the SOB? SOB, instead of being like turkey, it's actual chicken. So it's chicken. And the, the cool thing about there is um, they slice the meats, just like this is a place called Jersey Mike's here, where they slice the meats as you order the sandwich. So mm-hmm. it's got chicken, some special, it's called like Soprazano uh, deli meats. With, it's kind of spiced. And they get like a mustard and a mayo and they mix it together and it's a spread and it tastes delicious, man. It's a really and they put like a special like vinaigrette dressing. It's it's the best, dude. Man. And if you get extra meat, it's like two more bucks. And also I get avocado on there. Nice. That sandwich is really meant for two people, but I force myself to finish it because it's so good, you know. Or I have my wife order it too, and then she's not gonna finish it. She she's real tiny, so she finishes half, and, and a couple hours later I'll finish the other half. <laughs> that's that's what, the strategy. That's what I do. That's what I do too. She's like. Yeah. She's like, I don't want. I'll eat it. Fuck it. Uh, that I call yeah. myself the refrigerator. So I was like, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Um, yeah. The closest thing we have to that is Subway. Oh, I hate Subway. We don't have any like Italian places like like that. I mean, the closest thing is what um, Olive Garden, which is you know okay. generic. Or there's this other one. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Caraba Is it Caraba's I think I don't know But we don't have Like a little Italian Places like that The closest thing yeah. We do have That's like Kind of like that Is this place uh, It's called Chicago's They have like Italian pizzas They got the Chicago Deep dish pizza oh, okay. They got the sandwiches The meatball marineros And, and the, the, pa- the Pastas and all that So it's I like going there She likes going yeah. there For the pizza But I like in, Like the pastas And shit like that So yeah, yeah. I like I like yeah. uh, the carbs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah, dude, but that place is, is really, really good. And there's a lot of places out here, dude, that um do, do you ever use Yelp? Like yeah. I find a lot of yeah. I find a lot of places on Yelp, dude. And like what I do is I'll look at the pictures and whatever picture I keep seeing all the time, that means that that's gonna be the their their seller, their best seller, and that's what I end up trying, you know. Mm-hmm. So what was that yeah. on your stories? I think a couple of days ago you had a cup and then you had like a like a horn coming out of it. What what was that? Oh, that was delicious, man. I forgot to mention that. That's right now that's my my wife's favorite place to eat on the weekends. Every Saturday we go there and it's called uh Birreria El Canelos, right? Okay. And so like Canelo the boxer cuz this mm-hmm. guy looks like him and all over the the fucking truck 
he's got a vinyl wrap. He's got Canelo. He's got fucking Marquez on there. All the boxers, right? But he looks like Canelo, but a little chubby. Mm-hmm. And this dude, he's from Michoacan, and he's kind of redheaded too. And uh, it's Birria. My family's from Guadalajara, and that's where that's the main, that's the mecca for birria, you know. So I know what it's supposed to taste like because I grew up eating that, whether it be from my aunts making it or my mom making it. So um, this place is pretty pretty darn close to it it's um michoacan style in the in the sense that they don't really use too many spices where like if you get a guadalajara style one the caldo's gonna look the the sauce and stuff the broth is gonna look kind of more red and more tomatoey mm-hmm. this is more like chili based but just barely any chili uh, they kind of let they let the um the the goat flavor speak for itself it's kind of like when you have barbecue in some places where they slather with, with barbecue sauce. Yeah. And there's somewhere it's just like just a barbecue. The meat will speak for itself, right? So you order tacos, and uh, they're about two bucks a pop, right? Handmade tortilla. Uh, they they press it, but it's a special type of uh, masa. It's like a yellow, yellow kind of masa. Okay. And that masa, they use something called cal. So it tastes a little different. So, man, it, it tastes just like if you're in Mexico. Because I've, I've eaten beer in Mexico. This is the closest. And uh, it's a little taco. I get the habanero sauce, like habanero chile. Mm-hmm. It sounds spicy, but it's not that spicy. It's actually good. So what we do is I'll get about five tacos. It's a new strategy. I do I get five tacos? And that little cup you saw was called consomme, which is a broth, right? Okay. So I get five tacos. My wife gets about three. And I say, hey, let me have huesitos, which is bones. Let me have bones. So what happens is they'll give you whatever leftover bones that they, that they picked, and they'll put that on top of your plate. A strategy my wife does is she'll eat all her, all her tacos, maybe dip a couple of tacos into the broth so you know it hydrates it, and then she'll uh, get the bones when she's done. She'll put the bones in the stock that rehydrates the bone, and she'll pick all the good bits out of the bone, like the tendons and the little pieces of meat that taste the best because they're closer to the bone. Yeah. What I do, I save the bones till the end, but what I do is I'll eat three tacos, and then I'll get the broth. I'll get a taco dip it into there but i'll let the, all the meat of the taco fall into the so i'll put the meat into the broth so i'll eat it like a tr- traditional beer with uh cilantro and onions and stuff so that place is really delicious so that's what that was that was a piece of bone that i put in there it was a big ass piece of bone and it was delicious man and uh, hopefully we can go there tomorrow we, la- last week we went there saturday and sunday but we're there every single saturday Wow. Yeah, see, yeah. that's what I was I was looking at because when I had my friends on here, they were talking about the Bidia tacos and I was like, I don't know what that is because I've never had that before. So I was like, okay, I don't know this is something new, but there is this yeah. Netflix show and it was talking about like, ta- I guess tacos. And they, the Taco were, Chronicles. Yeah. That's a and really were, good show. Man. They were talking about it and I was like, okay, so this is not some new trend that just yeah. happened. This has been going on for a while, but yeah. my, my, I've never had my, my grandmother make, you know, birria tacos and my tia's never made that either. So I never, yeah. I don't know what it is, but we have a lot of these taco trucks that are popping up that are yeah. birria places. And I've been wanting to go because it looks yeah. good, but yeah. the grease doesn't agree what with you, me sometimes. You what, know? What, what you might try, which what, what a lot of ones that are popping up are the TJ style, which is mainly uh, beef. It's it's a birra de res, which is beef, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to get started, try that first because it's not as gamey. But the goat isn't gamey. It's only gamey when you get a bad goat. It does taste like goat because it's got its flavor, and that's what that's what tastes good about it. Um, but I would start off with the with the res, which is beef. Try that, you'll like it. 
and then go to the chivo, which is uh, which is goat, mm-hmm. and that that's really really good, man. And the broth is really delicious. But you should try it; it's really really good. Be I'll be Reyes is like the way that they prepare, it, you know. With yeah, I, I seen it, how they prepare, yeah. it, and I was like, okay, that's that's cool. That's something I didn't know about. So you know, yeah. And yeah. you know, a lot of what, people will tell me about that. Yeah. What part of Mexico is your your family from? We're from the border. You know, we're okay. we're border we're border people. But um, uh, my grandfather grew up in. Uh, not in Brownsville, but in uh, what's it called, Matamoros. So oh, okay. that's where my that's where my family's from. Uh, but they nobody lives in Matamoros anymore. Everybody came over here because of how bad it is on the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I still have a couple of tias that are over there, but um, I don't really see them as much. But yeah, we're we're from yeah. the border. We're on Matamoros, and, and you know have family in Brownsville and stuff like that. Yeah. So all my family's pretty much Texas Mexico border yeah. people. So. Hey, uh, a, a geek question. Uh, what kind of mic is that that you're using? I'm using the Audio Techna 2020, AT2020. So. Is it is it a condenser or it's a condenser um, microphone? Oh, okay, okay. Because um, I used to use condenser mics, but your sounds good. Because usually with, when I was using the condensers, but it was condenser USBs, I I kind of found that it picked up too many other noises, right? Mm-hmm. So I switched over to dynamic mics. But with a dynamic mic, you have to have it right in front of you. Yeah. So it, it picks up, you know, the the, the sound. But these mics that I have, they're not handheld mics. I noticed yours is a handheld mic because if I was to do that with mine, you would hear a bunch of noises with me tapping the mic and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool that you can uh, – it, it's more free, you know, because you, you can move the mic around with your hand gestures and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to buy a stand for it because they don't really have stand – like audio techno stands for it. So I, I hold it, and I'm, I'm used yeah. to it. But with – because I have the Rodecaster, so oh, I wow. – um, Messed around with the the dynamics of the the sound and this and that. So, for yeah. me, I like I like having it close because if I have it far away, you can't really hear me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I and then of course I have I have brothers and I have a dog and you know my parents yeah. going back and forth. So I really like to block out the noise in the background and just have my yeah. voice more important. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I love these mics. I bought three more. I'm probably gonna buy one more just to have the whole four. Oh, wow. So about four, yeah. That uh, that roadcaster. Um, I, I put a post out where because um, I ended up buying something called a pod track Four, which does pretty much the same stuff. Um, it's about 200 bucks. Some people got kind of sacked that I was like bagging on them and shit because, oh, you know, buy this for 200 bucks instead of buying the roadcaster for 600. For 600. I could have bought it. I had the money to buy it. But I was like, you know what? Um, since I've been making music and producing music for about two years, so. I don't really need that because the software that I use, I use software that's uh, it's it's beat making software. It's called FL Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do it all in post processing. But if you don't, if you don't have that, if you want to do it all in in one shot, it's good to have the road broadcaster. I know some homeboy that has that uses it. It's called the Emo Brown podcast. You should really check that podcast. I, I listened really to a couple of his podcasts. I follow yeah, his stuff on he Spotify. Lives, he's from the he's from the border too. He lives in San Diego, and they're really really good. What I like about them, the way I found them was I just looked up Mexican. Mm-hmm. And he came up. His 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 called Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican. Not Latino, not Latinx, Mexican. <laughs> Mexican. And that's what I liked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I've, I've listened to that, and that's what he uses. And hey, it's cool. It's production. You know, you start it up. Like mine does that too, where I can I can upload a, a song into it, and it'll be the intro, or whatever. I like doing that afterwards, but I might look into that more a little more. Yeah, I I like it. My first startup, I had a a, a focus right. Uh, audio interface and like I do music too as well yeah. so I was like 50-50 I got this to do my podcast and I got this to do my music so for a while it, it's only two plugins 
so and I, I like having guests on my show and I wanted more guests so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna get the roadcaster it was either yeah. between the roadcaster or like the zoom and it had six mic uh inputs and like four headphones or some shit like that. It's like a hundred dollars less, but but the the road the roadcaster is a lot better though. Yeah, and this yeah. thing's it's built solid, and I, I love yeah. it because then you can do like the little noises like hey yo what the fuck and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and I I totally use all that stuff, and I enjoy. It. I'm almost done paying it off because I did payments because I was like I wasn't oh, just good. gonna put six hundred dollars. Yeah, six hundred bucks, dude. But it's a huge investment, and I, I'm so oh, yeah. glad I got it. You know, yeah. and I got other people hooked on to like doing podcasts because I, I produced a podcast. Um, my girlfriend's cousin She wanted to do a podcast So I helped her out And I used this thing And I had their files Of like their music And their yeah. little noises And stuff like that So I was like You know Fuck it if, if I, I, want, I also want to start Producing more podcasts yeah. So I, I put a post out I'm like hey guys If y'all want to do a podcast Here in Houston Let me know I have this machine I can help you out Make a little money yeah. on the side Yeah Fuck yeah. it you know but yeah, I, I love this roadcaster thing. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I was gonna get that. Like, you know what? I ended up getting this thing. But either way, it's it's really really good because you have everything there. Yeah, you know, you, you, your intro, your outro, sound bites. You can call people. Like mine has that too, where I can call people. You can actually take take calls on it. It's pretty cool. And you paid. You just bought the machine. It was right. It was two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred like bucks, two something. And then I ended up buying like three mics for like forty bucks. It's a whole new setup that I have now. Before I was just using um, my computer and some USB mics. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually you, you could only you could only plug in like two USB mics. But there was some software that was allowing me to hook up like four or five USB mics, right? But my computer, I guess it was like fucking overworking. So sometimes some of the parts would cut out, you know? Yeah. So I was like, fuck this, you know, I'm, I'm just going to get something that's dedicated specifically for podcasting. And that was one of the options. And I went with that, but um, yeah, the podcaster is cool too. I mean, the, what you're using the roadcaster. Yeah. I had told my cousin, he wants to, I have him on the show and he wants to start a podcast. And I, I uh, referred him to the zoom. Cause uh, I, if you've heard of reverb, reverb.com. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have like this package. I think it's like, Two microphones, two headphones, the cables, and something else with the Zoom for like 300, 350 or something like that. I don't oh, remember. That's that's and good. I was like, dude, you should fucking jump on that yeah. shit because. Which uh, which which Zoom is it? Uh, it's the same one you have. Yeah, that, one, that one's good. You got to make sure it's a podcaster because that's it specifically for that. Yeah. And yeah, I, it, has, it has like four little four little buttons to you where you can put sounds and shit like that, dude. And I looked at the reviews on that and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And I, I, I was funny because I had saw your post when you were talking about like the Zoom and the podcast and the Rodecaster, yeah. and I was like, hey, to each their own. If yeah. it works for you, that's cool, you know. And yeah. it's funny because I follow this page that just talks just about Rodecasters and stuff like that. Because uh, for a while I was just doing audio, and. Um, but a lot of people were like, when are you going to do video? When are you going to do video? You know? And I was like, I don't want nobody to see my fucking face. Everybody just, yeah. what my face is not the thing. It's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of gave in. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do video. So uh, I was trying to find a way to hook this up to like an iPad or something like that. But it just wasn't working. So what I do now is I record from my tablet and then I record from my roadcaster. And then when I go into my iMovie on my MacBook, I'd sync up the audio with the video. And then it's like oh, okay. it's nothing, you know. But it yeah. takes a lot more time because with my podcast, yeah. I, I edit the stuff out, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I got more shit to do now because I got to do video. So, but it, it, it's all part of the thing, you know. 
what do you use for music? GarageBand or I use GarageBand. I use GarageBand. Okay. I know it's kind of like entry level, but it works yeah, with it me. It still works. It yeah. works. Yeah. So, um, so we're, now that we're talking about music, uh, I know that you brought up a lot of the Cure and the Smiths, and a lot of people didn't listen to your episode. I mean, my fault, my listeners. So, you grew up in the eighties. You liked yeah. a lot of like the alt. I guess we can call it like alternative. That's what yeah, they call that's what it. They call it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what turned you on to that kind of music? Luckily, see, because. When, growing up, all my neighbors, they were on to like the fucking like uh, gangster rap and fucking funk and oldies and shit, right? But luckily, my uncle, my, my Tio Beto, he's the one who got me into it because he was into that music. He was from Guadalajara. That's where he was born. But he was, you know, he was, I guess, you know, uh, himself, you know, because he, he's, he's supposed to be into romantica music and Spanish and shit like that, you know, but he was into fucking he was even into Iron Maiden. He was into fucking The Cure, The Doors, all that stuff, you know. And uh, whenever a new CD would come out, he would uh, record it for me and bring, bring me the tape. He'd put the names of it. And um, also um, even like VHS, like The Cure uh, VHS that would come out, he'd, he'd record it for me. And I would have all the latest shit that was coming out, you know. Even with Rock and Español, I'm, I'm a real Rock and Español fan. I like the Caifanes. He would always record all that shit for me. So that's how I got into the music. But if it wasn't for him, I think I would have been into, like, I would have just been a regular person and been into whatever the fuck was on the, on the radio, whatever my neighbors liked, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? You were saying, like, the whole oldies thing. Is is th- is that, like, still, like, a big thing in, like, the L.A. scene? Because I know yeah, it is. a lot of people are just, like, the oldies, the oldies, the oldies. And um, there was this thing. That came out last year. It was Tecate. They were doing like this thing. I forgot who was the group they were uh, doing a tribute for. But it was like an oldies group. And I was like, damn, I guess the oldies music is still like a huge impact in like the L.A. culture scene, you know. Because I know you still got little writers and, you know, you still do all the the sunday drives and stuff like that you know yeah so it, it's really itself. a big thing still there right yeah it, it's really it's really a big thing and um there's also um new bands that sound like that like soul mm-hmm. there's one called like the the midnighters there's a bunch of other bands uh the the sincere's those are all bands that sound just like if you were in the fucking 50s late 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 uh, late 50s early 60s that sound like that they even use like old amps, old microphones, and they have that old school sound. A yeah. lot of people listen to that. It's like new soul, you know. It, it would be called neo soul. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever, like uh, you know, like if there's rockabilly music. The new rockabilly music is called neo rockabilly or neo psychobilly. Okay. It's new. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa grew up with like the oldies music and the, the whole fifties and stuff like that, and he loved music too. And that's why I wanted to have you on my show because you talked about your grandpa too. And that he he yeah. loved music and he had his radio. He would he have yeah. it right next to him. My grandpa would be the same way. Whenever we would go to my my grandparents' house, he would either be in his room listening to music. He would be in the garage listening to music. He would be in the living room listening to music, or he would be out there drinking with his buddy, drink listening to music. So music was a big part of his life, and I guess that's what helped him during like the six when he's growing up. Because my great grandparents used to travel around the country and they would pick you know fruit or whatever yeah. they were hired to do and um i think this music was just a part that made him he loved music he was also in a group too and you know and he, he i guess his love of music transferred to me because he is the one that first bought me a guitar 
wow. and I didn't. I was like, oh, what, what, what is this? And he he bought it at this little place we have here called Fiesta, and it's it's like a Mexican uh, store. So they, they yeah. uh, you walk in. And before you walk in, they have like a little market. So they sell like, like dresses and, and toys and, and guitars and stuff like that. So he bought me one and I was like 10 years old and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do with it, but I was like, okay, this is something that's going to be a, a big impact in my life. And I ended up picking up the guitar and he, I could see like the joy in his face and he was like, oh shit, you know, I finally have somebody else who I can talk to music with. Yeah. And, um. He listened to the music till to the day he died, and it it, it was funny because it was like, um, it sucks because I wish I would have had him on my podcast, or I wish I would have talked more music with him or showed him more music. Yeah, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that that out now that still sounds like shit he would have listened to, it, you yeah, know, growing yeah. up. But um, you know, that's what I connected with you when you were talking about your your grandpa, and I was it, it, I got teared up because I was like, yeah. he passed away about um, about five years ago, and. Oh. Um, it, it it was like fuck, dude. I was at work and I was like, fuck. He's gonna make me cry, man. It's like <laughs> I don't want to cry, but no. Luckily, nobody's in the truck with me. But yeah. I, that's what I like. I said I had that connection with you because it was like that's the same way I feel about my grandpa, and that's the same thing way he was too, you know. And um, but yeah, it, so you grew up with all these kinds of music, you know, like like the Cure and stuff like that too. It's funny you talk about rock, uh, rock in español. Um, I don't really like rock in Espanol. I don't know why. It's just my thing. Like you said with Mana, I, I can't I stand Mana. Shit. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I was in a rock. I was in a Spanish rock band. Yeah. And every time I would mention it, they're like, oh, you're so y'all like Mana? And I was like, fuck. No, we're not like Mana. <laughs> you know, um, the guys liked Mana, but their music yeah. wasn't. It was more kind of like alternative 90s yeah. kind of, but yeah. it still wasn't Spanish. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I'm not a real big rock in Espanol. It's just just me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whoever yeah. likes it, I'm like, hey, shit, yeah. send me some yeah. stuff. Maybe I might be into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the band I mentioned, uh, Caifanes, they're kind of like like the Mexican Cure, like for the first couple CDs, and they kind of they got their own image later. Mm-hmm. But if they look the same, same same hairstyle, um, the look, the sound was the same, and then they developed into their own. But that's like my favorite rock in Espanol band. Because it's it's not like the others like Manas like Manas to me is not even rock and Espanol it's just tropical music yeah it's tropical I, I can't stand that shit yeah yeah me neither the drummer's acting like he's fucking like he's playing like some fucking death metal is like putting <laughs> the sticks around and shit like you ain't doing nothing man. I I can't stand it either I'm just like I think the only song that I like that's kind of like that features the lead singer is the one he did with Santana so that's the oh, only okay. thing yeah <laughs> I, I was like that's the only thing I'm gonna like from you guys everything else yeah. is, I don't like yeah. so. Um, so pretty much your uncle gave you like all the hookups, so he was like the plug for you, pretty much. Yeah, man. Yeah. And oh, did you yeah. turn any of your friends on to like the whole scene too, and all that, or was it just not, you were just everybody was kind of like, really hey, dude, the, you know, not really the scene, but this episode that's gonna come out on on on, on uh, Sunday at, at uh, midnight that I'm gonna drop is um, my neighbor Nando, and he speaks about that, you know how how me being into something different like he, he called it taboo which was like rage against machine and rage and black sabbath and he saw his brothers were onto the gang stuff my neighbors were into that and he saw that and then he saw me it's like oh shit like what do i do do i go to this do i go to that 
but wait a minute, this guy likes this cool music that, that no one else likes. And let me check that out. And that really, he said that really helped him in his life. Like music, that music changed him, saved his life. And, and it, it helps him. He's like something as little as music can change your life. You know, it sounds crazy to people, but I, he knows that I understand it because they did the same thing for me, you know? And he speaks about it, dude. And like, he's like really like open about it too. Like, Hey, thank you very much, Jose, for introducing me into that. And, he, and he's like, you know what? People have heroes, Kobe, this and that. He's up, but right now I have a I have this motherfucker in front of me, Jose Ramos, and I'm lucky that I met him and he taught me all this shit. And I said, hey, thank you, you know, because it takes a lot for another man to acknowledge that. That's another man made an impact on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was, hey, thanks, man. You know, I wasn't trying to, but I'm I'm happy that that it helped you. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally understand it. And I, I'm the same way. My cousins and all that were listening to like hip hop. You know, it's 2000, so you had like. Um, Ludacris and 50 Cent and all these people, you know, and me, I, I liked rock. I like punk rock. I like pop rock. I liked all this kind of emo stuff. Yeah. And I was different. I had my cousins, well, not all my cousins, but one of my cousins would make fun of me. He was like, oh, you're emo. You're going to cut yourself. And, and, and you, you know, you wear black and this and that. I did wear black. So that, that's kind of on me. But, um, <laughs> I liked music. It just, it connected with me and it didn't make me sad. It just, I understood their pain and you know growing up you get bullied and people talk shit about you and I felt that way you know I never I never hurt myself but I just enjoyed the music I just loved it and I still do now I um I post on my page sometimes emo nights I go to emo nights and they'll play like old school stuff from like 2000s and 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 90s and blink 182 and all that it's not emo but they call it you know it's just emo yeah. night they include everything and I, I I always have a blast I lose my voice I get sweaty I fall a couple times. I've gotten hit a lot too. I had one girl like straight punch me in the chest because she was just like full of adrenaline. And I was like, what the fuck? What was that for? She's like, I don't know. I'm just so fucking pumped. And then I never saw her again. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that hurt, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? You know? But I've gotten hit, yeah. uh, you know, not purposely, but you know, you, when you're in the pit, you get hit in the eye yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I, I enjoy it. But to my cousins, it was weird. It was like you said, taboo. They were like, yeah. you're not supposed to like that stuff. You're supposed to like this. You're supposed to like, um, uh, what's it called? Well, I, I like cumbia and I like, like the hound yeah. music. That, that's what I grew up with. But they were listening to like bachata and reggaeton. And they're like, you're supposed to like this because you're Hispanic. And I'm like, nah, dude, it just doesn't vibe yeah. with me. You know, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't like it. It's not my thing. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I, I totally agree with being like an outsider. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. So what do you think about the the songs added to the playlist? Did you listen to them? Oh, they were good. I was like, yeah. oh, hell yes. I like this. I like that kind of shit. It's just so like like your music that you were talking about. It, it's so it's different, but it's yeah. like modern in a way, but it takes you back. You can you feel like you're going to like 1985 for, you know, yeah. for a yeah. minute. And I, I like yeah. that shit. I, I like listening to new things. And I was like, damn, Jose is coming up with the hits, you know? Yeah. Have you seen any of those groups like live before? Or yeah, I have, I have, yeah. Damn, yeah. that's nice. So your band Death is it Death Blow? Is that correct? It's just, it's just me. It's just it's me. Just but you, uh, right? yeah, but eventually I want to I want to do some performances with my son because he can play the bass, he can play the guitar, he can play keyboard. Nice. So, and you know what though with with that kind of music, it's like uh, you can you can um, leave out a bass part and have my son play it, mm-hmm. leave out a keyboard part and he'll play it, and then I'll just be singing. You know. So I have like 30 something songs. I don't know if you've you had a chance to check out the, the SoundCloud, but I got a lot of music on there. I haven't yet, but I, I, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Or, or if you go to the Instagram, uh, Deathblow1, I have a lot of music on there too. 
So how long have you been doing music? I know you kind of said that you've been doing it since you were a kid, right? Since I was a kid, but like actually recording it and, and actually making songs for about two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what kind of like, like, I guess, uh, encouraged you to like start making music? Were you just like, I have all these ideas. I need to put them into like some kind of like. Um, I originally, I, um, I set up like about like a little studio for my son. Um, I set up a little studio like the, we have like a little dining room area. I told my wife, "Hey, we don't even we don't ever eat in the fucking dining room table. Let me take that shit down." So I took it down, and I put up like like those little sound pads. It's behind me, but I'm covering it with the flag right now. But I put those mm-hmm. sound proofings, and uh, I set up um, you know about on the uh, the laptop, fucking speakers, and all that shit. So, and uh, it's for for my son, but I started using it too, you know. And my son was making like trap beats and hip hop beats, and but he can also make the music that I make, like dark wave and all that. He's, he he has the ear for all that stuff and rockabilly, psychobilly. So it was mainly for him. But then you know, like fuck, I'm I'm gonna use it too. You know, whenever he's not using it, I'll use it. And I started making music myself too as well. So are you the are you and your son the only musical people in your family, or do you have others that are? Oh musical? my, actually my brother too. Prior to this, maybe like five years ago. Um, we, we were practicing, we, we, we made like a little psychobilly band, uh, called American psychobilly. We called it a thousand cats and, uh, we were jamming and we had, we actually had a couple covers and a couple of original songs, but we were supposed to play at one of my friend's house. But in the end, he kind of like never got back to me. So we, we stopped practicing and stuff, but we actually got really, really good, man. And, um, I would play the drums. My son would play the guitar and my brother would play the standard bass. Nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. It was fun. So, but even before that, we're, we were, we would play music like, but my son, he really picked it up within like, like guess in the summer, he just picked it up, but it was like 15. He just like that summer, he just learned how to fucking play guitar. And he's really, really good. He's better than me, dude. I've been trying to play my whole life and he's better than me. He's better than my son. And I'm going to be honest, dude, he's better than most of the Californian guitarists that are really? in the Willie bands. He's better than, yeah, dude, because he has music influences from everything because I listen to everything, right? So from Dark Wave to Ska to he has all these influences. Like, we'd be listening to music. We'd come home. He'd fucking figure the song out, dude, from just hearing it in the car. We'd come home and he'd fucking figure the song out. I, so, I, I like that shit. Uh, I can do that, too. I have my ear. For some reason, I can pick up on, like, certain keys, and then I'll put them together, and I'm like, oh. Well, that was simple, and I have friends yeah. who are like, "How'd you do that?" And I was like, "I don't know. I just listened to it, and I, I picked, put it in my head, and I was like, yeah, there it goes." Yeah. <laughs> are you familiar with like hollow body guitars and like Gretsch guitars? Yes, I I love hollow body. I don't own one yet, yeah, but yeah. um, my main thing is just my my Squire. I like using Squires, but I do want to get a Gretsch. I have one in mind, but I'm just yeah. trying to save some. I I can buy it if I want to, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Gretsch. Or phone bill. <laughs> or yeah, and then or, too, you know, with those guitars, you got to be real careful. You got to make yeah. sure you have a case because they're hollow bodies. But um, I've had a couple over the years. I've had about five or six over the years. I buy them, sell them. But I ended up finding him one. It's, it's an orange one, and I changed the pickups on it. I put Filtertrons. Filtertrons are what they come in in like the, the deluxe higher-end models. So I hooked his guitar up. His guitar has got a badass tone in that guitar, too. So he has that Gretsch. He knows how to play really good. I have a couple of Telecasters that I built. I bought the planks and I put, I put the necks on and rewired them. So I do all that too. Nice. That's cool. I used to have one, but I needed the money. So I, I had yeah. to sell it. But it went to somebody who, who uses it. So I'm like, yeah. at least it, it got a, a good home and someone's using it. So, yeah. But I used to, I was like, always wanting, I wanted new guitars. And my girlfriend was like, you got another guitar? And I was like, 
it was only 30 bucks. I got it yeah. offline from somebody. Oh, that's good. And but uh, I would end up like giving it to somebody. Just like, here, yeah. go ahead, you know, learn it. So, yeah, like, uh, like I would say, like in, like in, not last year, but the year before that, I was, I was doing a lot of buying and selling of guitars. I made a lot of money, and I saved it up. Just I would just buy them, fix them up, sell them, and man, I had tons of guitars. And then at one point, I just only had like one guitar. I have like about four basses, like electric basses. Mm-hmm. I got two two stand up basses, um, but the stand up basses we play them every once in a while. We live in an apartment, so we really can't play that loud because okay. they rumble a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, t- I totally get that. Um, I I have a bass that I was given to to borrow, but then I just never gave it back. Yeah. And it's somewhere here, but I uh, I play guitar. That's my main thing. Yeah. But when I started joining bands, they were like, oh, we need a bass player. So I was like, okay, I'll play bass, whatever. Yeah. But I got really good at it to the point where I think a lot of the the guys in the band got jealous and I'm just yeah. saying this is from my perspective. Yeah. It got to a point where they got jealous to where um, they're like, he's fucking good. Or um, me, I I like putting input. If I see something that I know can take off, I'm going to put my opinion. Like I like yeah. a, the rock Spanish band that I was in, they were like, well, we need to get more exposure. So I was like, fuck it. I'll book you a show. Hey, let's. Let's do music videos. I know we don't have like high quality cameras, but we can do certain angles and I can edit the videos and stuff like that. Or, hey, let's try to get people on our Facebook. I was exposing them, trying to get them out. And I don't think they like that. They wanted to stay kind of in their little huddle. And I'm like, no, dude, if you want people to know you're about your music, you've got to be out there. The lead singer had been doing like the same song for 10 years. (laughs) He had other songs, but... He just he would strictly just go to the recordings and just do once. And I'm like, dude, you're never going to. I've been out of that band since what, 2016? It's like five years. I haven't even put out an album yet. Fuck. And I I had a bad person, uh, bad outing with them because um, I was just I was not feeling it anymore, but I was still putting in my 100 percent. Yeah. With a lead singer, he called me and he was like, hey, man, we're going to have practice. So bring the bass amp. I was like, OK, cool. So I show up to his parents' house because that's where we practiced. Yeah. And um, I was like, hey, man, where's everybody else at? He was like, oh, they couldn't show up. So I was like, oh, OK. But in the back of my mind, I was like, something ain't right. But I was yeah. like, whatever. No, don't stop talking. So um, he was like, yeah, can you leave the bass amp here? Because, you know, I got, I got to practice with something. I'm doing a recording from one of the other songs. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Cool. So, uh, this was after like a show. This was like a week after a show we did. And um, for some reason, I felt weird like the next day. And I was like, I think I just got kicked out of this band. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to log into our Facebook because I was doing the whole social media stuff. Yeah, They changed all the passwords. They changed the password oh, to the Facebook, to the Instagram, to this. Uh, I forgot what the name it was, but it was like a like a band thing i guess to put like your, uh, your bio out there they changed all that and i was like yeah i'm out of this band so they contacted yeah. me four months later hey we decided that we are gonna move forward without you i'm like motherfuckers i already knew that the second day you know i was like fuck y'all i don't need y'all so yeah. but yeah I, I i played bass a lot in, in a lot of groups but i love playing guitar because this is my thing but if yeah. i have to play bass i have to play bass so yeah yeah yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the best at it, but 
I play good enough to make <laughs> to make songs and stuff, you know, put them together and stuff. Yeah, I need to get back into my music. It's been a while. It's because I'm so busy with my podcast and then, you know, my personal life, with my, my girlfriend and then hanging out with friends and stuff like that. I never have time. And then I don't have the space to just practice my guitar. I just have my acoustic. But even then, I like hooking up my bass amps or my, my, uh, my guitar amps and my pedals and stuff like that, just jamming out. But I just don't have that room anymore. So it, yeah. it kind of sucks. But hopefully when I get to move out, I'll be able to just play my shit again. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I noticed you got that star on your hat. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you a huge Cowboys fan? Yeah, yeah, dude. That was, that was a little kid. Yeah, I was like 12. <sighs> so, in here in Texas, uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Since we're in Houston, a lot of people are not. not Texas dig- fans or Well, they are. I used to be a Texans fan, but the way the team is acting and just their shitty quality yeah. the whole thing oh, yeah. i end up switching to the eagles so I, i'm oh, an eagles shit. fan now and <laughs> it's funny because it's like my cousin josh shout out to him he's a big cowboys fan him and my tío they're cowboys fans and i always joke with him and i start roasting him and i'm like man fuck y'all you haven't won a championship in 25 years i was like dude we're, we're older than that and we yeah. just start roasting each other and this and that so you know me me being with the texans fan you know you had that that uh, what's it called? That uh, internal rivalry. Yeah, rivalry. Even though they're not even the same division, but you just yeah. have it because one's in Dallas, one's in Houston. Yeah. I've seen a lot of fights. I've seen people get fucked up because they're wearing a Cowboys jersey. Wow. And, and it's funny, but it's like, yo, chill out. You know, it. We're you know, it's calm down. But um, he was like, you motherfucker. He's like, you went from being a Texans fan to Eagles fan and the fucking Cowboys fans hate Eagles fan. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm like, whatever, dude. So, you know, but I, I like, I like ribbing with my cousin and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what other sports do you like? I know it's just football or is uh, you like baseball? I, too? I love boxing. You like boxing. boxing? Who's your favorite boxer? Favorite boxer. You know what? It, it was, I used to, I used to like uh, Adrian Broner a lot. You know who Adrian Broner is? Yeah, I, I know who he is. Adrian Broner, I used, to, I used to like him a lot. I just saw him fight this weekend, last weekend. It was terrible, man. He fucking, he, uh, he, it looks like he lost the fire, man. It, it looks like he really didn't have any money because at the end, they're like, oh, so how'd it go? Like, man, I only had $13 in my name, man. Now I got $13 million. And you could tell because those guys, you know, they get that lineup, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they don't really have a hairline, so they have to line it up. He didn't have a lineup. It was all like, like, like messed up, you know? So I believe it. He didn't have money, man. And uh, when he did have money, he had a bunch of friends and stuff like that. But there's a boxer named um, Maidana. Marcos Maidana, he's an Argentinian guy. He beat him bad. And ever since that happened, his career went down, man. Really? Um, yeah. And, and Marcos Maidana, he ended up fighting uh, Mayweather. Some say he he won the first fight. It was pretty close. The second fight, he didn't win it. But the first fight, it was pretty close. And so that guy was a really, really good fighter. He retired, man. He's got millions of dollars. He lives in Argentina now. And he's balling. Um, nice. Yeah, I like Adrian Broner. I used to – I kind of stopped liking Canelo because – He's lost a couple fights where they gave it to him. Like, there's a fool that he fought called uh, Landi Lara. And that fight, he clearly lost it. He lost that fight, dude. But they gave it to him, you know? Mm-hmm. But now he's been winning. And then he fought some some Russian dude. They call him the Crusher. And it was all fake, man. Like, Canelo hit him and that fool fucking falls. It was like WWE, dude. He fucking fell and he was, like, hanging on the fucking ropes like this. It was, it was crazy, man. But, yeah, Canelo's good, too. 
Um, but mainly all the fighters that I like, they kind of they kind of retired or, or or stopped boxing. But I like watching it no matter what. There's also some dude named um, they call him the Matrix. His name is uh, what the hell's his name, man? Uh, can't can't think of his name right now. But he's a retaining fighter. He's really really good. He just got beat recently by some dude. Um, uh, he he took him to school, dude. Everyone thought it was gonna be a tough fight, but mm-hmm. he took him to school, man. Damn. Yeah, boxing's been a big, been part of my life too uh, since we were growing up. There was oh, I, I don't know what it is, but like boxing matches in like the mid to late nineties were always just lit. Sorry, yeah. uh, sorry, I used that word. No, no, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> they were you're, just, you're in your twenties, you know. <laughs> they were they were just something <laughs> to watch, you know. And my parents would always have the fight on. They would get oh, a, cool, the pay per view, and yeah. my tias and all my cousins we would come here and they would watch the fight. I remember yeah. growing up that was like a big thing. So, but, I, but we've always watched boxing. I love boxing. You know, I grew up watching De La Hoya and, yep, and, and all them fan. too. You know, so I haven't been watching a lot of boxing lately. I mean, it's a lot of uh, UFC and stuff like that because you know yeah. that's the big. Yeah, thing I watch now. that too because so. I watch all that stuff for free. I, I I have something that I have where I pay like I think it's like. Uh, 15 bucks for like three months and i get to watch all that shit for free yeah through my fire stick so um canelo's gonna fight tomorrow the guy who's gonna fight is, is pretty good he's a little bit bigger than him he's like going up in weights and shit yeah i i didn't know he was fighting i guess i've been out but yeah, yeah I, I love sports i like watching all kinds of sports baseball basketball um are you a lakers fan or are you a clippers fan yeah I, i'm a lakers fan but i'm not like hardcore like i used to be i used to watch it a lot and because over here what they did to us is um uh, they took it away from the TV. You have to have something, I think it's called Time Warner, which is like a special cable company in order to watch the games. That's the only way you can watch them. They, they, they took them out of TV. Oh, okay. So oh, so it's like a like a special thing. Okay, I get that. Yeah. We used to have Time Warner. We don't have that anymore. It's kind of like Comcast. I think is what it's called over here. Yeah. They, they buy it. The company's always buying each other out. But, um, uh, did, so did you have like a favorite player as when you were a Lakers fan or were you like just straight Kobe? Well, I grew up, nah, I, I, I mean, Kobe was good, but I grew up like watching like Magic, Sadeo 3, Vladi Diva, all the old, old school fools from the 80s and stuff. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I used to like, yeah. Uh, so, of course, you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, baseball? Do you like baseball? No, I don't like baseball. <laughs> no. I, I, I can't watch it. It's too boring. Uh, I'll play it, but I don't like it. It's boring, man. I try watching it. And, <laughs> dude, I wish I was a, I was a, a baseball fan because the stadium is like 10 minutes from my house, dude. For Dodger the Stadium? Yeah. yeah, but one of the reasons why I don't like Dodger Stadium either is because of what happened uh, back in the believe it was the 40s or 50s where um, they kicked out. There was a bunch of Mexican families there. They kicked them out of there in order to make the stadium. And the messed up thing is they call a part of the stadium where those homes once were. They call them that. Yeah, you know, a lot of people of bugs, don't know but... about that. A lot of people don't know about that history about them kicking out all those Mexicans that were living there. And yeah. Chavez Ravine. Chavez Ravine. Ravine. I learned about that and when I was young. Sadly, they built it over and they call that section of the stadium Chavez Ravine. That's a fucking joke. That's like you know, a slap in their out. face. Yeah. They were carrying women from their legs and their arms out of the fucking properties. You know, they, they tore it down to build that stadium. So that's why really I don't really get behind it, you know, because of that also as well. Yeah, no, I like I said, I learned about that when I was really young and I was like, that's fucked up. That you know, from moving the team from where they were from New York, and then I guess LA was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do everything as possible to get this team and get this stadium built." So they they ran off the Mexicans and kicked them yeah. out, and then built a stadium. And it's like, hey, just 
just for a little reminder, we're just going to call it this. That's, that's, yeah, that's dude. bullshit, you know? Yeah. And it's I, fucked up. I don't like the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. Yeah. I used to like them growing up because of the history and this and that, but a lot of shit. Valenzuela, now, yeah. Venez- yeah, that's my, that's, that's my favorite baseball player, yeah. the Dodgers. But with the whole Astros cheating scandal and this and that, and a lot of the Dodgers fans hating us and shit, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck y'all, man. I don't give a yeah, fuck, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's funny because I'll go back and forth with a lot of Dodgers fans, and I'm like, what are y'all going to do? You know, but yeah. I, I love baseball. Uh, whenever baseball season starts, I usually go to a lot of the Astros games or I'll take oh, okay. my dad with me and, or I'll take my cousin and I, I'll go and I just sit there and I just love sitting in the stadium and just, I get there early. I get there yeah. like two, three hours early oh, and um, they'll open it up and the guys are doing batting practice. So they're hitting the baseballs and stuff like that. So I'll try to get one and, um, I'll just go sit in my spot or somewhere in um, in center field, and I just I, I watch the game. I love it. I enjoy it. I am not that yeah. good at it playing, but I grew up with baseball. My dad loved baseball. My grand my grandpa loved baseball, and just I have great memories with the Astros and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah, it, yeah. baseball's my thing, and of course with basketball with the Rockets and stuff like yeah. that too. Like over here, we have the Angels, but they call themselves Los Angeles Angels. <laughs> they're not LA. They're 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 Orange County. Yeah, they're and the, the Anaheim like, or something like that. That town is mainly like all white people. But uh, with that other show, I was telling you about the Emo Brown. They're from uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. So the homeboy uh, Shamps, he was saying like, "Yeah, man, uh, yeah, props to the Dodgers. You know, and we have a lot of Dodger fans that that listen to us. And you know, what what kid doesn't want to grow up and play a sixty game fucking sixty game fucking World Series winner, sixty game World Series? You know, yeah. he's like, kind of like talking shit. You know, it was only sixty games. You know." Just like with the Lakers, it was only a couple of games. It wasn't really like a, a main fucking season, you know? Yeah, it, it's funny. But how everybody over here was all happy. They're fucking shit up, you know? Which I don't fucking understand why the fuck you would want to cause a fucking riot if you're, your team just won. But it's, yeah, we didn't understand it either. Because a lot of us here in Houston were like, what the fuck? Y'all, what, are you, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all rioting or, or riot or, you know, happy marching, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo. No, that's not how you do it. When when the Astros won here, um, literally the whole city was just flooded with people. And the city's pretty big. It took me like two hours to get out. No, I got out of the city within three, three, 30 minutes. And it's not that, it's like five minutes to get out of the city. But everybody and their grandma and their baby mama and then priest and everybody was out there. Just celebrating yeah. in the streets. Everybody was getting drunk, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to go do that, but I can't because, you know, um, traffic." But we have this thing called the light rail, so I could have jumped on it, but I was like, "Nah, it's cool. I'll just go party with my girlfriend and just get drunk here." But I could have got drunk with all these friends, but yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's funny we have this weird rivalry with LA, even though we shouldn't but a lot of people yeah. hate us over here and we're just like fuck yeah whatever you know that's funny yeah yeah a lot of people were saying fuck the astros around that time i remember yeah <laughs> there's this uh this chick i bought some stickers off of she's from la and all she has is like dodger stuff and also that and she had this little pin that said the 2017 uh cheaters Ast- the world series cheaters or something like that and i was gonna say something but i was like you know what Nah, I'm all right. I did buy some stickers off of her. She had some Selena stuff, and yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll support you. You know, you're 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 Latino or Hispanic or whatever. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna support yeah. even if you're from another state. I got you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So. That's cool. So Jose, uh, it's that part of the show where we uh, do unpopular opinions. 
So uh, since you are a guest, if you have any unpopular opinions, let them loose. Uh, <laughs> like, like how? Like just um... so pretty much um, like how I did on my my stories on Instagram. I put like I put Pico de Gallo was trash, and a lot of people because oh, agreed. Okay. So I say stuff that's like unpopular, like I'll like I said, like reggaeton is trash, or so and so is this, or something like that. So that's what it's called an unpopular opinion. So pretty much, uh, you say something that a lot of people don't agree with. But you know that it's true, so. Hmm. Oh fuck. Maybe maybe just the, like I don't agree with the. I guess everyone's getting the the COVID vaccine, you know, and like. And, yeah. Uh, that's an unpopular I dis- opinion. I disagree with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a totally and, unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because even like with my with my coworkers, we had a meeting, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, we want to make sure it's mandatory. Who, who wants to get it?" And then um, we were like on a, like on a Zoom call kind of, and um, one of the main bosses was there, right? But even though he's there, I didn't care. I spoke with man. I'm like, look, you guys can get it. And then once you guys become zombies, I'll get the vaccine, you know, or whatever. I don't know whether to take it or not. And that main dude is like, you know what? I agree with Jose. Jose is right. I'm going to wait till everybody, you know, yeah, takes it. Yeah, I guess that would be one of them you know i i totally disagree with that with the whole uh, with the whole vaccination stuff but i don't i, I don't want to get vaccinated at all they were talking about that at work where they were they made the nurses mandatory for them to get the vaccine and there's this white guy i i can't stand him i mean he's he's okay but he all he does when he walks in is talk about trump trump does trump Trump, you know, got a hand arrested or whatever. Trump, this and that. I'm like, dude, the dude's not even office anymore, dude. You can stop talking about him. Take it, take his dick out of your mouth already, you know. But <laughs> is that's he like he, anti-Trump or what? I, he's like, I guess so. But what he does? Oh, he's is, one of those ones that wanna that wanna be cool with us. Like, oh yeah, I hate Trump too. So but cool I work guys. with a lot of negros, so you know, they were against all that. So, yeah. um. He tries to like, I guess I know what he's doing. Everybody else knows yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. trying to be like, oh, Trump this and that, and they're like, yeah, fuck Trump this and blah blah. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Nobody fucking cares. And I, I have coworkers, but they'll talk about it, and I'll tell them straight up, hey, yeah, cut that shit out, bro. He's not even president anymore. You got the guy that you wanted, so you know, just shut the fuck up, sit down, and just stop talking about Trump. You know, because yeah, yeah. he's living rent free in your mind. Yeah, that's yeah. it and then it just makes you more mad and you keep talking around but that's what the media wants because yeah, the media don't have nobody to, to target anymore so now it's like well let's keep them talking about trump but let's also target these republicans too because it's like we don't got nobody else who to, to fuck with we're just gonna fuck with all these other little republicans and shit like that too but they don't see it that way yeah yeah you yeah. know but like they did with ted cruz and I thought that was funny. I was actually going to speak up against that, but I didn't get to because my internet was kind of shoddy with all the yeah. towers here. But I don't blame Ted Cruz. Shit, I would have left. It was fucking cold, too. I would have been like, shit, I'm going to Cancun. I'll see you all in a couple of days. Yeah. But I guess people say that because he's a representative of Texas and it, it looks bad for him to go, you know, when everyone else is struggling. I'm like, I don't, yeah. dude. Nobody gives a fuck about Ted Cruz until Ted Cruz does something. If he fucking, you know, uh, leaves trash on the floor, they're talking shit about him. But after that, they're yeah. done cru- uh, crucifying him. They forget about Ted Cruz. But it's like, yeah, it, he, it's, it's dumb. I did not agree with it. 
But I'm like, fuck it. Y'all would leave too. I would leave, go to yeah. Cancun. I don't yeah. give a fuck, dude. Yeah, anybody would, yeah. Yeah, so that's my unpopular opinion. I, I think that what Ted Cruz did was, hey, that's his choice. You know, hey, fuck yeah. it. Go to Cancun. I would go to Cancun too. <laughs> yeah. Hell, those memes they had in the memes with him was like his hair braided and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Cancun, yeah. But everyone was still talking about it. And it's, my thing is... And I've talked about this, I think, on the podcast, and I talked about this with my girlfriend. My podcast page on Instagram is strictly my podcast stuff. Yes, I'll talk about my sports or my music and whatnot, maybe a little bit of politics, but I have a lot of friends who use their platform to push their agenda. You know, the whole BLM and the whole left and Biden and this and that. And then yeah. a lot of these people are local shops and businesses. And I'm like, that looks bad because you yeah, want to gain business instead yeah. of lose it, you know. And then my friends and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to like turn my back on you guys. But like, I don't agree with what you guys are doing. And like I said, it looks bad on them. And I, I told myself and I told people, I think I did a video. I was like, hey, look, if you ever see me do crap like that, call me out. Because my page is strictly just about my podcast. I'm not trying to push my agenda. I'm not trying yeah. to make you uh, a conservative or, you know, a MAGA person or whatever. What, yeah. Whatever they want to fucking call me. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't agree with that. And I, I don't like I don't like doing that on my shit. So. Yeah. And I know you, you know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to put people, put your agenda, but you put it out there. Cause it's like, it's facts, you know, yeah, like facts. Facts. yeah but, but I kind of, I kind of stopped because really it's not worth it. Cause people, um, there's only a little bit, a, a small percentage that is really going to listen and, and, and do the research and the rest don't care, man. They, they just want to keep doing the same shit over and over. They want to be followers. So I kind of stopped doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the podcast, I'll continue. But as far as like on my, on my, on my page now, nah, I'm going to, I kind of stopped, you know? Yeah. Just, I'm just hurting myself, you know? Yeah. And like I said, you don't want to lose followers. You want to gain them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have another unpopular opinion that you have? It could be about anything. It could be about food. It could be about music. It could be about uh, entertainment, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Like all this, uh, like this people that, that try to say act like they're vague, vegans and shit. Oh, I'm vegan this. And they fucking want to tell everybody that they're vegan, you know, or like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm fasting or, oh, I'm doing this. Like, you know, just keep that shit to yourself. There are people, <laughs> people are like, oh, I'm, go I'm going to the gym. Like, dude, if you're going to the gym, people are going to tell you like, hey, dog, you've been going to the gym. They're going to ask you. You don't got to fucking tell everybody and shit, you know? And I think that's the problem with like social media. And, uh, you know, every time I see a, 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 a female on my page it's always they're at the gym they're at the gym they're at the gym they're at even the dudes are at the and i'm like yeah. you don't have to say i'm at the gym you don't have to most of the time they're at the gym they're just taking pictures of their ass yeah and i'm like yeah. do y'all even work out yeah. you know and that's the, that's the same thing you don't even have to say you just you're posting it online and shit like that yeah. i have a lot of people that are like well i'm i'm a i'm atheist or i'm something I'm like okay well Good for you. Uh, do yeah. you still want to go eat? You know, because I don't give a fuck <laughs> about that. You, let's go. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. Those people need to just shut the fuck up. It's like, hey, look, you don't eat meat. You don't eat that. Oh, you're a vegan? Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. You know, yeah. just stop trying to. They're just getting attention. They're trying to get attention. Yeah, yeah. That's all they're doing. And that's what sucks about this whole social media age, digital age, and stuff like that. It's, it's so accessible for them to do that and it's like people are okay with it and i'm like nah i, I don't i don't like i don't like posting shit about myself either i like to yeah, keep yeah. myself personal i'm like i don't want nobody i'm going to 
unless it's a good food place or a good like yeah. record store or something like that. I'm like, hey, go check this out or hey, go here, yeah. hey, go this. Yeah. But I don't like posting like me going to the gym or me uh, doing whatever because that's my personal business. You yeah. Know? yeah. If someone's gonna notice I'm going to the gym, like you said, they're gonna be like, hey man, you've been working out, you've been doing something. They'll tell like you. That. Yeah, they'll tell you. They I, had my, to yeah. I had my cousin. He he was like, have you been working out? And I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought you'd been working out. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm just a little bit chubbier now. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. Probably need to borrow some money, man. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think he was drunk at that time, so uh-huh. maybe not. Um, well, I have another unpopular. What was I going to say? Oh, I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I, think, I think he's trash. I think he's yeah, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, someone was like, why? He's the boss. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't like any of his music and I feel like he's he's a pretentious dick. Yeah, yeah. You know, he tries to be uh, a working class American blue collar this and that. And I'm like, bitch, you haven't done any of that shit, you know. <laughs> no, no. And it's like, yeah, you know. Uh, uh what else do I have? That's kind of, that's kind of like the whole like the, like I like Johnny Cash, but that's kind of like the whole Johnny Cash thing where like he sings about being in jail and stuff like that, but he's never been in jail. He's he's played in jail, but he's never been in yeah. jail. But he, you know. And I like Johnny. Johnny Cash is straight, straight awesome, dude. It, it, yeah. Music is amazing. And he's, he's, like I said, straight truth. And, you know, yeah. like I say, he's never been to jail, but he went that one time. But he talked yeah. about it in the, one of his albums. He's like, I haven't done hard time, but I did go to jail for holding or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> somewhat, you yeah. know. Uh, I think U2 is trash. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like them either. Yeah, they're like whatever. They're fucking. They're overrated, dude. Yeah, they are, dude. It and uh, there's some. There's some dude that that makes fun of me. He's a comedian. He's a British comedian. He's like, hey, uh, all you two is uh, it's it's all delay. And so he's playing. He's playing. He's playing a a riff, right? And it sounds fucking bad. But I was fucking delay, right? And all of a sudden, he's like, what would happen if the delay pedal stopped working? And all of a sudden, the delay pedal stops working. And just like, ding, ding, ding. he plays some funny shit, you know? Yeah. A lot of delay because the delay is what makes it sound so cool, you know? Yeah. I had a guy I played with in a group. His three main influences were Santana, Bon Jovi, and U2. And I'm like, uh. And we, all his music was inspired by like U2 and Bon Jovi. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll, I'll play it. Whatever. I like playing yeah. music. So. But I, I would like tease him about that. And I'm like, fuck you too. Fuck Bon Jovi. Nobody fucking gives a shit about them hair yeah. bands, you know? I'm like, Bon Jovi's dad did his fucking hair. What a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are some of my unpopular opinions. Um, let's do one more. And then we'll yeah. we'll go to uh, what are we listening to? So uh, do you have another one you got? Yeah, you know what? I saw, I can't think of the fucking name of the band. What are they, what are they called? Um it was it wasn't the Killers, but it was one of the one of those bands that I saw. Them. They opened up for Morrissey. I, I can't think of the name. And, the Strokes. Uh, no, they sound just this. This this they sound like like uh, they sound like the Killers. Um, oh, okay. Can't think of the fucking name, but dude, they suck, man. And I was like, I was right there in the in the front row, dude, watching them, and they fucking suck, dude. Um, can't think of the fucking name. What's the name of that band, dude? They have like some red letters in the back. It wasn't she wants revenge or nothing like that, but it was. They sound just like the Killers. Hmm. I just can't think of the fucking name, dude. Oh uh, man, there's a lot of groups that sound like the Killers. Yeah, uh, it was like, like like a three piece. Three piece. Yeah. Uh, Muse. Was it no, Muse? no, no, it was a Muse. No. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't remember, dude. But they sucked. That's what you did. You yeah, saying? they sucked, and everyone was like going crazy over them. Even like the Marcy fans were going crazy. And I recorded them. There's just like right in front of me, dude. And I recorded them like, man, you know, M-E-H, yeah. you know, they're like, they're like, whatever. But dude, they're a big fucking band, man. And um, I'm trying to think just, who they I are. Who they could be? I can't think of the fucking, I just can't think of the name of the band. I know, come around to you. <laughs> yeah, but they, oh, they fucking sucked. And I, you know, people would have been like, fuck, you're lucky you fucking saw them live. You know, they're like, whatever, dude. I, I drove all the way to San Diego. It was like two hours away. Uh, we're like in the front. My, my kids got to see Morrissey too, like up front. It was real cool. Yeah, I know you talked about your your concert experiences. Like you went to see The Cure, and it was like very emotional for you. And then you got to see yeah. Morrissey and stuff like that. And then you talked about doing the whole karaoke. That was it, Morrissey or was it? Called? Yeah, Morrissey Yeah, it's really cool. So is they, that, is that like something that's taking over LA? I guess in, in a way. You know, it's it's every it's every Thursday. It hasn't happened because of the stupid, uh, you know, quarantine or COVID. But prior to that, it's like a like a long rectangular bar. It's pretty narrow. And, um, you know, maybe about a hundred people fit in there, maybe less. And, uh, you go up, you put your name on the list and then you pick whatever song you're going to sing and you go up there and you sing and it's a big Morrissey sing-along and Smith sing-along. Everyone just sings the songs. There's no, nobody can make fun of you. They make fun of you. They kick them out. Really? But it's really, really cool, man. Like no, nobody, nobody talks shit. Nobody well, when, I, when I when I went up there, the, the the some some fat chicks were trying to fucking talk shit because uh, when I went up there, um, it was my birthday, and there's a Morrissey DVD um, where it's his birthday as well, and he's like, uh, he's like, I can't believe I'm 29. Where do the years go? No, where do the time go? Where do the years go? So I said the same thing, right? If you're a Morrissey fan, you're gonna know what I'm talking about, right? They're like, what the fuck? They're looking at me like, what the fuck, right? And I'm like, you know what? If you're a fucking real Morris fan, you would know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. And the song started, and I picked a slow song. It's my favorite Morrissey song. It's um, Seasick Yet Still Docked. It's a really, really slow song, right? So a lot of people, see, there in the, in the whole Morrissey scene, like, there's a lot of hardcore fans, and there's, like, wannabe fans mm-hmm. where they won't even know that song, you know? So a lot of the wannabe fans were like whatever, but a lot of people that were that are real fans that were singing the song too, they were singing along. You would have to sing like a song like Swayhead, which is uh, "Why Do You Come Here?" You know, it makes things hard for me. Everyone's gonna know that fucking song because it's popular. But if you sing something like that, unless you're a real fan, you're gonna know that yeah, that's a good fucking song. You know, is um I saw this this uh this like it's a little mini documentary of the. He's like a Hispanic, the like the Mexican Morrissey or something like that. Is he from LA oh, or is okay. he from? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's from LA. He's he's there. He always sings there. He's a little paisa dude, and um, he fucking has the hair kind of similar and shit. And he sings that song Swayhead, but it's, he sings it in Spanish. Oh, okay. And uh, so you know, whenever he goes on, a lot of people don't like it. They're like, oh fuck, he's gonna sing that fucking song again because <laughs> when he goes on, that that's his shit, you know. And uh, when I went there, I think I've, I don't know how many times I went. I've been there twice. I went there one time with my wife, and the next year I went. My, my brother went too. But the first time I had I had a, a fucking table, and I was sitting there, and he, and uh, he's about fifty years old, and uh, everyone there is like late thirties, um, you know, early forties, and there's some some chicks that were there, like older ladies too. And he was like trying to pick up on all the chicks, like you know, hey, what's up? I'm the Mexican Marcy. He's like trying to pick up on them and shit, you know. And one of the chicks was like really into him, and her friends like, no, no, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, like when you're telling your drunk friend, like, hey, snap out of it, you're fucking yeah. drunk, you know, like that. Me and my wife were just laughing and shit, but that's what he does. That's his song. He'll do suede head in Spanish. <laughs> He'll sing it completely in Spanish. Dude. That's funny. I, I I didn't at first. My friend 
she would play a lot of like the Smiths and stuff like that. And I didn't really get into it. I, I was yeah. like, whatever. Cause I used to work at a coffee shop. So they would just play like kind of like alternative stuff. I didn't get into it. But after a while, when I started getting into indie music and stuff like that, I was like, I'm going to give the Smiths a chance. And I was like, where the fuck have I been? Why am I been such an asshole and not like the Smiths? And I'm like, fuck, the Smiths are fucking badass. Morrissey, he actually was was supposed to come to Houston. There's this music venue that's uh, maybe about like a couple miles away from here. It's called the uh, White Oak Music Hall. And he was supposed to play there, but he had canceled a couple times. So a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Why are we going to go see Morphe? He's going to cancel, you know, on this. But uh, my friend, she loves Morsi. And I was like, oh, it's like 40 bucks to go check him out. But she never did. Yeah, it's it's really cheap. And once you buy them cheaper, like when they first come out, then, you know. Yeah, when you first come out, yeah. But yeah, I, I like the Smiths. Um, Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Is like that's my favorite I, I Smith song. That. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite Smith song, dude. Yeah. I think it's with um, what's his name, uh, Johnny Mar. With the way Johnny he Mar plays the, the guitar, guitar yeah. it's so yeah. there's something about it. It's so mesmerizing, and it's like it's amazing yeah. the way his chords yeah. and the, uh, the 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 effects that he uses. And I'm like, oh, have shit. you tried playing that that song? I've tried a little bit, but just on the yeah, acoustic. I, I, I can play. I can play like the first parts, like the first bar chords, mm-hmm. and then you know, with a little bit of tri- you got to use uh your 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 Bigsby right, but he uses like he uses chorus and like reverb and a little bit of delay to get that sound. But I've captured that sound because I've got a, a lot of effects pedals, and fuck, that's it's really fun, dude. Those, those chords yeah. that he uses are like jazz chords. It's like that's a badass song. And what what's the one, I'm I know that song it's on the tip of my tongue but what's the one that everybody um uh how soon is now no how soon it's, is now? it's another one it's the uh it goes dun, 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 uh, this charming man yeah everyone everyone fucking man. plays that yeah. one and yeah. where we go to this club they have like eighties night and yeah. they would always play that and I was like is this is a Smiths and I was like oh shit y'all going old school with this yeah. and that's a really good song too that's really hard to play too and I'm like oh, yeah fuck. it's really really hard because he, like, he uses a capo like on the fourth or second mm-hmm. that's why like for heaven knows the miserable now it's capo on second yeah and then big mouth strikes again you put the capo on the fourth and that's a fucking bad song too to play yeah that's a really good song um so but all right uh since we've done unpopular opinions let's go into the next segment which is called so pretty much it's self-explanatory. It's called "What are you listening to?" So since you are a guest, you go ahead. So Jose, what are you listening to? Uh, I've been listening to. Oh, right now there's a fucking really cool band I I, I found. Um, it's uh it's called um, Luz Futura, and um, I believe he's from Spain, and it's uh it's dark wave kind of cold wave, um, but it's in Spanish and it's fucking bad, dude. It's it. He, he's fucking bad. Um, it's him and his friend, I believe. Um, you know, he, he like a, like a be, like bedroom producing, which is really what what dark wave is. You know, like you, you make your music in your bedroom, and you don't need a drummer. You program the drums and all that. So yeah. I really be listening to that right now. Um, Luz Futura. I also listen to like uh, well, the Smiths every once in a while, but um, a lot of the a lot of the dark wave too, like Cold, Cold Cave, um, Drab Majesty, um. What else? Um, the Agnes Circle, always, always good bands. Um, uh, La, La Vic- uh, the Victoriana, they're really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cellophane, Cellophane is good. Um, I also like um, Lebanon Hanover. 
always always cool bands you know that, that that's what i what i listen to when i'm when i'm listening to podcasts i'll listen to that you know and uh i listen to psychobilly too but there haven't been too many bands coming out with with, with new shit but yeah i like i like psychobilly that's my main thing but right now it's just dark wave because that's what's consistent it keeps coming out you know mm-hmm. um have you like picked up on anything that's kind of like outside of the box for you like i know like you like you have like dark wave and stuff like that is there something yeah. That you like that's kind of like not in your rotation, I guess. Kind of like hmm. like like a country or hip hop or, or yeah, and, or R&B or something um, like that. No, no, not really, because I don't have any friends. Sounds sad, but I don't. <laughs> or or you or even friends that are into music, you know. So mm-hmm. um, no, no, I I don't. I'm I'm mainly the one who's telling people, hey, listen to this, listen to that, you know. Okay. So no, no. Oh, actually, you know what? Um. Which is kind of dumb. I hate when people do this shit, but when when an artist dies, that's when you fucking listen to it. But I could listen to MF Doom a long ass time ago, but I never listened to it. And that's just right up my alley. Mm-hmm. It's real hip hop, you know? And then the beats he makes were like really different. But once he died, I'm like, fuck, let me check it out. Which is, I hate I hate myself for doing that because I'm not like that, you know? Yeah. But fuck, it really was good. And I wish I would have discovered it earlier, but I was listening to that. Fuck, it's fucking really, really good. Yeah. Um, that made me sad too what happened when he passed away. And it's funny because I have a lot of coworkers who are in their like mid to late 40s, maybe early 50s. And I was talking about MF Doom and they're like, what do you know about MF Doom? I'm like, bro, my uncle, he, he turned me on to a lot of music. He He's very like alternative, but he, he turned me on to like the Beastie Boys, the Beatles, um, Afghan Wigs. Uh, and all these other bands and stuff like that but like a, a lot of stuff he's like old school underground hip-hop so yeah. he told me about mf doom so i always knew about mf doom and i did listen to a little bit of him but you know like you said when a lot when the artist dies everybody wants to hop on their 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 dick and stuff yeah. like that yeah. it's funny because um i've listened to prince like since I was a kid, you know, my parents, yeah. like I said, they're kids of the eighties and stuff like that. Um, I was, I downloaded Prince, I think like maybe a couple weeks before he passed away. There was just something I was like, I don't have a lot of Prince music in my, my phone. So I was like, I downloaded like a bunch of like songs that I knew. And oh, it says your internet connection is unstable. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I downloaded like a ton, a shit ton of like Prince music. And then he dies like a couple weeks later. And I'm like, yeah. Well, sure. good thing I I didn't jump on the bandwagon like everybody yeah, else yeah. did, but yeah, I, I I can never understand like people like now with Daft Punk, you know Daft Punk yeah. didn't die, but they just disbanded and they're oh like, yeah their music up. went up like three hundred percent yeah 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 and I was like yeah. Man, right? or even like Bowie did when David David Bowie like, all of a sudden everyone's a Bowie fan now yeah tattoos and shit my little brother he's a big David Bowie fan and it really bummed him out and I was like. It's okay, man. It happens. And it sucks because the same thing that David Bowie died of, my our grandfather died of too. So oh, it was like, fuck, <laughs> we can't win. But yeah, my, yeah, bro- my, yeah. Da- my brother loves David Bowie. He's got the, like the little pin. He does little art and stuff like that. They listen to David Bowie. I like David Bowie too, but I like more mm-hmm. of like the uh, mid 70s, early 80s kind of sound of David Bowie. Mm. So it's all like the funky, like yeah. poppy stuff that he did. And all that, so I, I like David Bowie too, but he he loves yeah. David Bowie. So, yeah. um, so that's what you've been pretty much listening to, just just same stuff yeah. you always listen to. Yeah, just that. 
But just, hey, that's nothing, that's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I mean, because even if you stay within that circle, you still find other bands. Yeah, from there I find, like a, I find other ones because uh, I have iTunes. I, I subscribe to it. I, I pay like 15 bucks a month and I have like my whole family's on there, you know. And sometimes yeah. when you're listening to it, it'll recommend you like other. Because um, I've never been into Pandora or Spotify. Because Spotify, like if you don't pay for it, it'll recommend like it'll just start playing whatever the fuck they want to play, you know. But with this, since you're paying, you can listen to the whole CD and then it'll say, hey, if you like this, you might like this, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I have Spotify actually, and um, I don't use it as much. I do use it for, like for certain things. I'll save albums, but for me, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Pandora because Pandora, you know, it, it, it randomly switches and stuff like that. So uh, the channels I've been listening to a lot lately have uh, been a lot of like cumbia and like Tejano music because you know Tejano is just from it's texas so yeah i grew up with that music you know my parents love it so i've been listening to like a lot of my roots music and stuff like that yeah. i do like a couple bands i've been listening to uh la santa cecilia they're from la i think okay i i, I love their music uh, it's very like i guess traditional but like in the modern twist yeah um i haven't i wanted to see them but um I never get to, but her voice, the lead singer, oh, it's so beautiful. I, I cry, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so good. Uh, <laughs> another guy I've been listening to is from L.A. His name is Kuko. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, I heard him before. Yeah. Um, he, a lot of people say I look like him. I don't know what <laughs> it is, but, um, yeah, I, I listen to him. I like some of his stuff. It's kind of like old school oldies, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, what else have I been listening to? A lot of... Uh, Future funk vaporwave stuff. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, va vaporwave is like dark wave. It's like eighties music. Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of that. Uh, a lot of Juanes. I like Juanes. I think oh, he's, okay. I like he's good. Uh, of course, pop punk. I like uh, Ariel Pink. Yeah. Yeah, um, Juanes. He, he he did a he did a CD with uh, what's her what's her name? Um, fuck is her name dude she she's a uh she's from chile i think but she lives in mexico um i think her last name is um la, la farte or something like that uh nelly Furtado? no 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 <laughs> <her>, uh, <laughs> i was like her I, I i can't think of her name dude but um he he did a cd with her her music was really good before and then uh with him, it kind of changed, you know, because he's like more poppy, more more mainstream. Yeah. But um, Morrissey, before you watch Morrissey, he plays a bunch of videos of shit that he likes, right? Oh, her name is Mon Laferte. Oh, okay. Mon Laferte. She's check her out. She's really, really good. Like the first two CDs are good. Well, he has a video of her performing live. Like before you see him, he has videos. Like, yeah, he has the Ramones. He has the New York Dolls playing and he has her on there. And she was really good. But then when she started, she got, you know, hooked up with this dude making music. It, it kind of changed, but. That's always how it happens. You know, the first couple yeah. of these are good and then they change, you know? Yeah. I was talking to uh, a couple of people and they're like, yeah, I like Juanes too. I was like, I said something that they didn't know about. I was like, Juanes was in a, a metal band. Juanes used to play oh, like shit. metal music. And I was like, it would be so fucking cool if Juanes just like ditched the whole fucking Latin pop. It just like, fuck it. Let's go make some metal again. Yeah. He actually did a cover of, I think it was Metallica. Even though Metallica is kind of watered down now. It's not yeah, what it yeah, used to be. Yeah. He did Metallica. And I was like, oh shit. It is true that he played uh, fucking metal music. I think his he did a band in Colombia. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but I think they have an album out. I need to go check it out. But he, supposedly he was really good. But yeah. he kind of just... I guess turned to turned the tide and went to do yeah. Latin pop, which where the money's at, dude. Yeah, but it's really uh, good. It's really good music, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, it's speaking not like of Colombia, have you heard of uh, Bomba Stereo? Bomba Stereo. 
I don't good, think I have. Man. I don't yeah, think they're I good. They're good. Some of the music kind of sounds like reggaeton, but it's not reggaeton. It's uh, because it's really like uh, really folky Colombian. It's a lot of it's folky Colombian cumbia music, mm-hmm. but it's got a little bit of hip hop and, and and rap in, in it. So they're pretty good. Bomba Stereo. The first two uh, CDs are good. The second ones I like the best, but they're really good. I've seen them a couple times. Uh, one time I saw them for like five bucks. Really, you know. But now they kind of blew up. You know, I took my whole family. They liked it, but they're, they're really good. Bomba Bomba Stereo. That's cool. Yeah, you you gotta put that in the playlist so I can check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'll put it on there. And you know what? Another now that I'm thinking, uh, unpopular opinion would be Metallica, dude. I think they suck, dude. I, <laughs> I've never liked them. The only the only CD that th- I thought was okay was maybe that that black one. But besides that, dude, they suck. I think after the I, black album, they they yeah. kind of declined. They when they cut did. their hair off and stuff. Because uh, that's what I started with metal. I when in high school. I got really into Metallica. I was listening to Kill 'Em All. I was listening to um, Master of Puppets, Master of Puppets, and uh, the other one. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> I, I think I scared a teacher of mine. Yeah, uh, we were supposed to do like this project, and we could pick any subject we wanted, but we'd have to like tell the story, or whatever. So I did one on Metallica, and she was a black gym teacher. So when mm-hmm. I would like name all the songs like kill them all and four horsemen she had like this look like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and i was like that's what i was just into and i made a lot of yeah. friends that way because they liked that music too you know they had their hair long and this and that i mean i have my hair long too but yeah. at the time i didn't but they were just like yeah fuck yeah metallica and we would jam out uh, during lunch i would bring my guitar to school oh shit and we would just jam out the one guy had a bass and we would just jam out it's funny because before I went to before I went to the school I went to nobody used to do that. Everybody would bring like their instruments because they were in band, but nobody yeah. really brought a guitar. So uh, I would bring my guitar because I was just I liked music, so I was bored. Yeah. So I would just fiddle around with it after school. And then a lot of people were like, "Hey man, I know you play guitar, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's fucking cool." So they would invite me to hang out at like a table, and they were like, "Play something for us." Like, you know, like I'm a fucking monkey or something. But I was like, fuck it. So I played and they were like, oh, like, oh, my God, you're so good. So then I started, I started, I know I started this trend. More people started like bringing their instruments and guitars and bass and stuff like that to where they started their own club. And uh, I was like, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) You know, (laughs) but yeah, I I used to do that. I used to just jam out with a bunch of people and lunch before class or I would just it was fun. I would bring my guitar amp or just my acoustic and just jam out with people. That's how I met a lot of my yeah. friends, yeah. you know, they're musically. So, but yeah, it, I, that's how I started with Metallica, but Metallica has been watered down for like a good yeah, long oh, yeah. while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we have done our two segments of the show. Now, this is the time where you as your guest, I mean, you as the guest can shout out anybody you want, say whatever you want. Um, so go ahead, Jose, and do, uh, do what you got to do. <laughs> um, well, I said a shout out to my, my wife, Liz, and my kids, Noah, Cherry, um, you know, for supporting me in what I do, you know, um, and, uh, you know, my brother, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. And, you know, anybody who listens, who listens to my podcast and, and, and shares it and, you know, your listeners, if they like it, check it out, you know, I'm, I'm on, um, I'm on uh, Rantio Ramos podcast on Instagram, and I also have my personal, which is Death Blow One, which is D E T H B L O W One on Instagram, and then my SoundCloud is also Death Blow. So they want to check it out, and also I started a Patreon. Uh, I haven't even 
announced that on my on my uh, podcast, but I'm gonna because since I got defunded, I, I started a Patreon. It starts at three bucks and it starts at, then it goes to ten bucks and then twenty five bucks. And but the thing with me is I make my own merch, so mm-hmm. it comes with merch. Like let's say if you buy the three dollar one, you get a sticker and a t shirt, and then the ten dollar one I'm gonna release like uh, hoodies. And then if you get the $25 one, you get every single piece of merch that I make. So I do a silk shooting myself, me and my son. So nice. I do all that. So, you know, everything has a hand, you know, like I have a hand in it, you know, whether it's like producing the podcast, recording it, writing it and the merch, you know, I'm out there doing it, doing everything. So, um, you know, look out for that. If you guys want to support the Patreon, if you nice. like what you hear, you know. And where can today. they find your podcast once again? My podcast, you can find it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google, um, where else? It's on iHeartRadio. It's on all, all the platforms. Mainly, what I tell people is just Google it. Google Ranting or Ramos podcast, and it'll show you all the links to where, where it's available. And you're doing it on YouTube as well, right? I know you have you started on YouTube, a channel. Yeah, I just started a couple of YouTube. Yeah, like I'm what I'm recording is I'll just make a video. Of course, it's just my picture, but it shows you know you can play it. And like if you feel more comfortable listening to it on YouTube, you can hear it on YouTube as well. I've got yeah. about four episodes on there right now. I started doing that too, and I noticed a lot of my uh, listens have declined because I guess. A lot of people are watching my videos more and you know that's the whole future with podcasts is more visual yeah. instead of uh, audio so yeah. i'm like okay i guess people don't want to listen to it, but they watch me that's fine you know yeah. but this will be up uh, our video will be up uh probably sunday because i do have to work tomorrow so the audio will be up tomorrow but the visual right. will be up sunday but um yeah, Jose, I'm, I appreciate you being on the podcast, dude. It's it's really awesome to meet you finally, and it like I said, I think we had a great episode. It's it was fun like talking to you and just getting to pick your brain and getting to know you more personally. You know, it, I like doing that. that's what the whole thing with my podcast. I like talking to people that other people would just kind of like eh, whatever and yeah, just yeah. pick their brain. Like I've had um, this girl named Grizzy. She calls herself the Hood News. And what she does is that she reports all the stuff that's in the hood that other people won't pick up on. And I do. She has blown up a lot, but she reports the stuff that needs to be reported. Like she reported a couple of months ago, uh, this lady got evicted from her apartment, but they had given her 30 day notice. And she would she was already going to follow up and she was going to do all that. Well, they kicked her out before the 30 days. So she contacted Grizzy and Grizzy. You know, reported it, did a video on it, and helped out that lady. And That's she cool. she does that with the whole community. She she lives in a certain area where it, it's 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 crime infested and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But she goes out there and she reports. She do, she goes yeah. live on on Instagram or live on Facebook, and um, she reports the hood news. And people yeah. have helped her out and stuff like that. And she she's got a lot of recognition. And I've had her on the show, and she's helped me out a lot too. She. Blew up my podcast. She blew up my 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 followers too. On Facebook, I only had like maybe seventy followers. She got me like a hundred, like that. Wow, that's yeah. cool, man. So with her, I I appreciate. She, you know, I've had all these people that people won't go and you're like, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? Yeah, so. yeah, and that's the thing, man. Thank you for that too, because uh, I mean, here in uh, California, there's like a there's a lot of a lot of podcasters that I know, you know, that I met personally. That I, there's kind of like a little, you know, group that they were they, they don't really call a group, but yeah, it's a lot of people, and um, they know me and they know what my podcast is about. They know that it's good. They know you know what it sounds like and all that shit, you know, because I put a bunch of sounds into it, yeah. the production. But 
even though they know me, they're, they're, they're afraid to have me on theirs, you know? So, you know, thanks for being brave and having me on yours. Cause I know, you know, it's not, it's not a popular opinion, you know, like the, the way I think and, but you know, you agree with it or, you know, even if you don't agree with it, even if you didn't agree with it, it's good to have p- different people on. Yeah. There, so people are going to have different points of view. You that's know? what I always say. It's always, it's always cool to have somebody who's opposite of you. So then you both can get your point of point of view, his point of view and they can get yours. And yeah. like I said, I, I agree with you a lot of things. And I, like you said, you know, it might not be the popular, it might be unpopular to have somebody who has that state of same state of mind. My girlfriend was like, you might get canceled. And I was like, who the fuck is going to cancel me? I, I ain't yeah. shit. You know, I'm a small podcast, Yeah, yeah. but Hey, there's a lot of people that are going to agree with us. There are going to a lot of people that are going to agree with you. I mean, it's clearly you blown up so big. A lot of people yeah, agree yeah. with what you say. So yeah. you're doing something right. And I'm like, yeah, you know hey, what? Man. Like the, yeah, like this last month, it's crazy, man. Like, um, I just been just like 10 followers a day, man. Just like out of nowhere, you know? And uh, usually I, I, I usually follow, you know, whoever follows me, I follow them back. I give them a follow back. Again, that that courtesy, you know. Yeah. Not, a lot of podcasters don't. They'll, they'll have like thousands of, of followers, and they'll just follow like a thousand or two hundred or whatever. I, I try to, I try to be, you know, follow people back, you know. Yeah, because you know it, it's a community, and we yeah. all have to kind of stick together. I, I I do that with a lot of podcasters. They'll follow me, and I'll follow them back, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, thanks for the follow." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You know, I, I support you. You support me. Follow me. Yeah. I'll follow you. Podcast, whatever stuff like that. So, like I said, I I like doing that, and I I want to venture out to not people just here in Houston, not people just here in Texas, but in LA, New York, yeah. and, and, and and Seattle or something like that. If I can find somebody who's willing to be on the show. I'll have them, and I I have this whole idea of what I want to do for the for this season and for next season. So I'm gonna try to see if I can hook up with more podcasters and stuff like that. So yeah, but like I said, Jose, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you again. Um, it's been a blast. Uh, just picking your brain, like I said, talking to you, getting to know you personally, yeah. even though we are several states away and, and, and we, you know, we can talk and have a, a great conversation and just, and, and like I said, vibe with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, for lack of a better word, huh? for lack of a better word, but yeah, like I said, guys, I, um, this has been the episode with Jose of ranting with Ramos. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Jose's podcast, please go check out the podcast you can check out this episode that comes out Saturday, which is tomorrow. You can check out the visual that comes out on Sunday. Um, again, as I always close, God bless you all. Peace. God bless you, Jose. And we'll probably talk again later on. So. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me.